0: Blank Jack with Griffin and David. Blank Jack with Griffin and David. Don't know what to say or to expect. All you need to know is that the name of the show is Blank Jack.
1: But this ship can't sink. She's made a podcast, sir. I
2: assure you, she can. Glad that we got the baby in the room tone there. Yeah, And she will! <laughs> And she will. All right, guys. Uh, part two of Titanic. We're going to jump right into it.
3: Pod Titanic, Blank Check, Griffin and David, the two friends. Pod Nader, Judgment Cast, Filmographies, Baby, Producer Ben.
2: Glad that you. <laughs> glad that everyone. This, I'm glad for anyone who this is their first episode of the podcast.
3: <laughs> I can't think of a better entry to our world than this episode.
2: All right, so we're talking Titanic. We took a break. We're back in the studio. We ate some pizza. Uh, we got a we got a fussy baby in the studio yeah
3: the third guest
4: is uh he's rejecting Titanic guest
3: three point. yes <laughs> he's selfishly asked guest two to leave with him
5: <laughs> <I laughs> we well, just got so upset when he started thinking about all the lives lost yeah I know, he, you know. He,
4: he was a big Leo head back yeah. in the
3: 90s he, we said that no one in this room really rep Leo mania but that's not true <laughs> Charlie Rich. Charlie. I mean Charlie, uh, Charlie Baltus. Baltus. Yeah.
4: Yes, right. he's not a public figure yet. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to give some final thoughts on basically what I want you guys to talk about is. The geography in this movie, and the way that he makes you makes it clear where everything on the ship is. I totally agree and with What's you. going I'm on when it's sinking, and, and like, and out. how scary water can be when it overruns all that stuff. He does an amazing job. We talked about the the recreation of the sinking on the computer and how that adds to it. But yeah, the, the, that's the, what makes this movie incredible.
1: The doors
3: busting open, like the,
4: knowing what the significance of A deck, B deck, C deck, yeah. like it's like
3: setting up oh, that absolutely. hierarchy. Yeah, and yeah. he does so many sort of like sweeping shots. Like it almost, you would almost argue it was. a, he keeps on doing those sweeping shots from outside the ship. that yeah, goes so around, around it. Yeah, it just gives but you down such the hallway, the tilted angle that.
5: down the hallway. That's yeah. like one of the with the doors all busting open. Oh yes, yeah. Yeah, great. Yeah. I think that's yeah. all CGI. And even oh, like getting
3: so ahead cool. of ourselves. But when Leah's handcuffed to the pipe, and they keep on cutting to that same shot from outside the port, and the window, water levels mm-hmm, going up. He just. I mean, we. said I this, think this ship may sink. We've said <laughs> this a lot with Cameron. It came up in uh, I think our Terminator episode, Terminator Two <laughs> episode. Um, but he is like kind of the master of spatial geography. Yes. He really for, is. For the scale for of the films he makes. Yeah, action scenes, especially. But even I mean, just, it's like, why,
2: to me, Avatar stands out as an action movie in ways that people don't understand sometimes. Yeah. I don't know.
3: Yeah, because you have a lot of scale. You have a lot of creatures of different sizes. No, but
2: Yeah, and no, also, I just feel like it's like if someone does something, there's a cause and effect yeah. that he very clearly represents. He's like, a like cause a, you know, and if, effect even filmmaker. Even if it's a big thing. Yeah. Yeah. Katie, so, back to you.
4: Oh, uh, no, that was the main thing I wanted to say. Oh, just and, Geography. Uh, yeah. I'm out! No, kind of, yeah. I mean, I'm going to be thinking... I'm going to be listening to this obviously sure. uh, Charlie is going to listen to, and he's going to have a lot of points that you guys didn't make themselves. yeah he'll he'll sort of he'll gesture
2: and maybe put his hand in he'll his mouth he'll be commenting <laughs> on
4: Reddit actually <laughs> about everything you missed um, Charlie's so-
3: brutal on Reddit <laughs> yeah I know Baltus420 Baltus420
4: vaplex so yeah so we just look forward to coming back for the uh, Old Dogs uh, series yes uh, of course yes,
2: yes. Katie uh, you're the best guys, it's great to fun. have you on yeah. I'm uh, glad you got to be on Titanic me too even though I would have been became a mother I know. Uh, in between you saying I gotta be on Titanic I know that's I'm true like
4: months ago yeah. I, I volunteered for this and then that time I had a baby and mm-hmm. you guys uh, kindly invited us both that's right dude yeah,
3: now rich. he's talking <laughs> I know fighting in the war room um, little gold man Vandy Fair that's
4: right and uh, at Katie Rich on Twitter K-A-T-E-Y for all the spellers out there
3: mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Rich yeah. like Richie Rich
4: Yes. Oh boy. Okay. cut yeah, us on.
3: Okay. Oh boy. Uh, Charlie, thank you for being here. <laughs>
4: Thanks, Charlie.
5: It was Thanks, nice Char- to have you. He's holding onto the mic. Oh, he loves the headphones. Charlie,
3: do you have any burger reports? <laughs> <laughs> <That> <laughs> was pretty good. he will come back in one. 10 years and explain what that meant. <laughs> okay. Aww. Okay. Goodbye, Sean Penn, huh? You. Safe trip home. <laughs> thank you. Bye. Bye. She's, good. She's good. So we're losing. I- the mother of Charlie, but we're retaining the mother of blankies and we I wanna studio. say
5: that this is twice in a row now that I've been in on a four person mm-hmm. podcast Ooh. and the other person has had to in, leave. In and the out.
2: out.
0: Yeah.
5: Uh I feel like maybe I'm too intimidating. Yeah, that's I
2: feel like it.
3: I drive people out of the room. Yeah. You
2: just have a presence that overwhelms yeah. it's you know. You're just you're such a big personality. <laughs> part. That's part of it. Huge.
3: <laughs> For the listener at home
5: Nothing uh, like a big personality. <laughs> Love a big personality. Honker. <laughs> <laughs> bigger,
3: bigger. For the listener at home, I would describe uh, Emily as a bruiser. <laughs>
5: <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Thank you.
3: A bruiser and a brawler. <laughs> I love the word bruiser. We don't say that enough. Anymore. I try. I've been trying to use it a lot lately. I well, think it's funny. For this yeah.
5: entire podcast, they can't see it at home, but I've just been like standing, sort of. I've been standing the whole time mm-hmm. and yeah. kind of looming over yeah. Katie and Charlie. Arms akimbo, kind of, right? Yes. Like, kind of <laughs> <but. laughs> Very
3: Trump style. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
5: right. yeah.
2: Occasionally, you would you would like uh, make this the okay symbol
3: yes, the way he I would does. make a little yeah. a to little circle. Yeah. I'll say this too. Uh, her, I mean, blood dripping off of her knuckles this entire time. <laughs> Weird. And at first I thought it was someone else's blood, but they haven't. It hasn't stopped dripping. Yeah. So now I just wonder if she herself has bloody well, knuckles. Uh,
5: during our break, well, also before the podcast, I went in and I was I was uh, so mad about uh, about the Titanic, just the situation in yeah. general. It was bad just situation. a bad situation. So you think I it was mishandled? I, well, no. I went into the bathroom and
3: I punched the mirror.
2: <laughs> <laughs> what if yeah? We go to the UC- I just got before I you
3: know, go to the bathroom. It's just a shattered mirror with blood dripping down. <laughs> Emily's hand is well, wrapped. Those women and children. <laughs> uh, Emily's hand is wrapped in a UCB tote
2: bag. Oh, Emily. <laughs> Emily. Uh, because we, we aren't doing the usual bullshit we do to pad out at the beginning of an episode. Right. Uh, pad out. What are you talking about? Uh, you, this is a good time for you to talk about Titanic Adventure out of Right. Time, so if you this want is to. my
5: merchandise spotlight. Oh although it, it doesn't have anything to do. It actually predates yeah, uh, 1996 Titanic, movie, much like uh, Titanic the musical, which we discussed yes. before we started and Red the Boring. Peter Gallagher mini series
3: PBS, we found out about.
5: I mean, some some of this stuff was definitely cashing in on the fact that Titanic was the biggest thing in the world, but some of it is also just like, was it just time for us to be into the into the Titanic? It is
2: interesting that it all. I mean, the Titanic wreck was found in '85, okay, and that rekindled I feel like a lot of interest in the yep. Titanic. So I think that was part of a general sort of groundswell of like a new generation really getting obsessed with it. They tried to raised that you know there were all these concepts of can we bring the wreck back up you know yeah. so I don't know and like then the deep sea diving is happening so maybe it was and just more
5: artifact exhibitions that yes. go around
2: right there yeah. was that touring and so mm-hmm. it was just in the ether yeah mm-hmm. Uh and uh I don't know there's also the great Douglas Adams book Starship Titanic which was also attached to a video game oh. very strange Uh, Douglas Adams and Terry Jones from Monty Python wrote it together. And it's about, the idea of it is it's Starship Titanic, which is like the sea ship, like a big, grand, amazing thing. And it has a spontaneous existence failure in its first minute of like, so it's and so it just blinks out of existence. (laughs) And then it like reappears
3: later and these like uh, journalists like go on it to try and figure out what happened. Very Mm. weird little book. Can can I ask a sidebar question? Just because I invoke my sister a lot on this podcast because since we're like a decade apart, you do invoke a lot. Yeah, but it's uh, it's often an interesting generational test for me to see like in terms of the uh you know, public consciousness in terms of like what is popular and what isn't. You know, it's like mm-hmm. 10 yeah, years just No, sure. absolutely. Well, right. how
5: much of what you're into is genera- generational and how much of it is kind of timeless. Yeah, yeah. and I think uh, like
3: yeah. I think a well lot put. changed culturally in those 10 years between our childhoods. Um mm-hmm. but uh I feel like when this movie came out, not just because there were other Titanic projects, although there certainly were, you know, this wasn't like, oh, finally, they've made something about the Titanic. Like, other shit had happened even in the years leading up to Mm -hmm. it. But I just felt like Titanic was a story that everyone knew. Like, it was a big American story that was talked about a lot. And I wonder if for my sister's generation, it's like, predominantly Titanic is this movie. Right, yeah. Like, they know it as the thing that that movie was based off of. Yeah, yeah. Whereas, I, like before that, there wasn't a definitive Titanic thing. Yeah. It was like World War II. It was yeah. like there are movies about World War II. It's just II. a big
5: crazy thing that happens. It's like Pompeii. Right. Yeah,
3: like, exactly. And now also, there's the I can't definitive believe it took them
5: that long to make a Pompeii movie, they, movie and they, and they after it. Titanic. And they yeah, blew it. They blew it. Because it. they could have put a, a Pompeii movie into production uh, as soon as it was clear that Titanic was the biggest thing in the world. It pro- like, I don't know. I feel like an early. Like an early aughts Pompeii would be better than a 2015 uh, or whatever.
3: Pompeii. I believe Roman Polanski was trying to make one for was, a while after was. The Penis. Like hmm. that was sort of his blank check hmm. goal. What, what are you laughing at? He you said penis. Yeah, as for The Penis. That's what that movie's called, right? The movie about Adrian Brody's Wang? That was um, called the penis. Am I wrong about that? It was. Um, he
2: wanted to adapt uh, Robert Harris's novel Pompeii. Okay, I think that was his big idea. Yeah, and I think it, it was, was going to be canceled because of the strike or the threat of a strike. The writers' guild strike. The a threatened SAG strike that never happened. And it um, was
3: Scarlett Johansson. I think. I think it was Scarlett Johansson. Right, I want to say Orlando Bloom and Scarlett Johansson. Thank you. Ooh. Huh.
5: Well, I mean, like they basically got the poor man's Orlando Bloom, and that's saying something. It was Kit uh, Harrington. Is that Kit who Harrington? Was? Yeah, yep.
2: that's a- that's a good. I mean, I don't know if he's the poor man or Orlando Bloom because that just seems crazy that there could be. A there por- could be. That's <laughs>
5: what I'm saying. That's some, there is. That is saying something. Yeah, yeah, but he does get. I mean, Orlando Bloom is in a lot of large projects that are successful. So. For
3: for a second yeah. there.
5: Yeah. Yeah. Um. Or was. Yeah.
3: Look, we've uh, anyway, talked about Orlando Bloom's penis enough on this podcast. <laughs> we should talk about something else.
5: All right. Okay. So I uh, what, what I wanted to speak about though, and uh, anybody who knows me in real life has and has had uh, a couple of drinks at least with me. Uh, has definitely been a party to my uh, long spiel on the greatest video game uh, uh, after Mist ever, the greatest CD-ROM game I should say ever no. created. After after uh, Mist, which is the best, um, is Titanic Adventure Out of Time, which was a 1996 uh, CD-ROM game
2: by the company Cyberflix.
5: Cyberflix. Did they make not Netflix. Else?
3: <laughs> no. They Not- really lost
5: out there. Uh, oh man, I remember that logo.
3: I uh, I must ask is there a colon in this title after Titanic? Uh I think it is a colon. Okay,
2: yes. I love yes. colon Titanic: colon, Adventure yeah. okay. Out of Time. Yeah. Okay,
5: great. Sounds okay, good. Okay, so so the premise of ti- well, okay, so here's the the main thing that that I think was the selling point of Titanic: Adventure Out of Time is that it includes more or less a complete uh computer generated model of the ship that you can click around right. and travel up and down in. And it and- looks
2: like the details are pretty on. For
5: ninety six, yeah. It's it's not bad. And it's uh there are these like weird talking characters that are like a combination of like puppet animation and actual photography, which is really spooky. Um it's, Yeah, I mean like look at any oh Yeah, God. it's really scary.
2: Um But is that was that mid nineties video game yeah. thing mm-hmm. where they would use photos like you know Oh yeah that,
5: Um uh, that that's uh bad. if you go to my Tumblr right now, that's at the top of it. <laughs> um <laughs> I, yeah, so I'm it, going right to our Tumblr. Account. Yeah, uh, I don't tell anybody the address of my Tumblr. If they missed out, it's too late. I missed out. See? <laughs> <laughs> um, <right>. Anyway, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so so a Titanic Adventure at a time. Uh, you are a uh, secret agent, uh, a British secret agent. Uh, uh, in world war two it opens on with right, you some business with hitler yeah so you're you're in the middle of like fire bombings or whatever or the, the the blitz in london and you're um apparently you were on you were on a mission on the titanic that could have potentially stopped world war one and thus world war two um but you failed at this mission but then your apartment gets bombed, and you travel back in time to the Titanic to get a second chance. Was it a time bomb? <laughs> Apparently. I mean, it's kind of—it's very high concept. Yeah. Um, so you're on the Titanic, but you're dealing with, like, Germans and, like, a, 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 some kind of Slavic stowaway. I forget where he's from. So, or, like, uh, yeah, what was his name? I am— and Vlad, I think his name is Vlad. There's a really amazing uh uh part. Vlad, where... demonic. Yeah.
3: Demonic. Serbian. Oh, that's subtle. Yeah. Is he a Do bad
5: want... guy? <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> there's like there is a whole plot involving a very a priceless diamond necklace. Ooh. And uh, a fake copy that you have to switch back and forth. It's very uh, eerie. And the it whole
3: stars thing. Leonardo LeCaprio. <laughs> Good. good.
5: Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Um, so had you been playing this
2: before you saw the movie? No,
5: I got it after because, sure. like, I, I think the thing that you know, like, I feel like Katie and I did this more than you guys did, just insisting, like, well, we were really into the ship, though. The oh, The ship sure, is, right, like, really right, right. The, the cool thing. Uh, but that was the thing that stuck with me, uh, after seeing the movie. It was like, I was very interested in, uh, uh, the, my other theory that I presented to you before we did the podcast, which is that the fantasy of Titanic is living and dying and falling in love in a mall. Uh, which that's is a, that's why, some good shit right there. Which oh, is why queens wow. are into it. I mean, it is like yeah. a hotel, but it's also like a whole society. Everything you need is on it. Yeah, like a mall with a church in it and that's also a gym. A sh- yeah. yeah, there was a squash
2: court There's on the Titanic. Court. There yeah. was all kinds of. There was a gym with yeah. weird exercise machines. I wish we could have seen. And all it's that, that
5: weird kind of like mall thing. Well, I mean, if you go to a cruise ship now, they're all essentially malls, floating malls. Right. Yeah. And
2: right. And you've been on a cruise. I've never been on a <laughs> have cruise. I've been on a cruise. Yeah.
5: As of two years ago, I went on a cruise. But uh, so it's that weird thing of like hotel, mm-hmm. uh, also- mall, summer camp because... Nobody can leave. Well, that's the thing,
2: <laughs> right? But it's also everyone goes to the mall. You can meet anyone at the mall, yeah. right? Like is not like it's a weird democratic sort social strata. Destroy with right. somebody
5: you never would have crossed exactly. paths
2: with yeah. at oh. the you know. Accessorize. That's a British <laughs> store.
3: Oh, no,
5: I know. I know from Accessorize. Okay. <laughs> I'm just now
3: bummed out that um, Dawn of the Dead isn't a romantic comedy. Like, now I'm thinking about, like, that's <laughs> the one element missing from that movie is like the star-crossed lovers thing. I
5: mean, there are not nearly enough mall movies, I think, frankly. For how much the mall at one time was a part of American culture. Now I'm
3: thinking about it. But look, so much was said in Mall Rats. What's there's, left? There's scenes from mall and there's Mall Rats. What and else? Mall rat, we got? But Mall Rats covers it all. It's a classic. It's mall a Rats. perfect, all-inclusive screenplay. <laughs> All-encompassing, women, look, all-inclusive. Look, look, I don't
2: think mall Rats is very good, but I do think that the female characters are beautifully written. Beautifully totally written. Totally three-dimensional. Yeah. I haven't seen mall Rats in like a thousand <laughs> years. Sucks.
3: Uh, it's, hey, I wonder some other mall movies? Uh, Scenes from mall. mall is the movie where Woody Allen goes down on Bette Midler in a movie theater, right? Correct. Yeah, that, that movie shouldn't exist.
5: Of right now is the episode oh. of The O.C. where they get stuck in the mall.
3: Paul Blart, Mall Club. Oh, right. Paul Blart, Mall
2: Club and, 2. And also uh, Observe and Report is almost yeah. entirely set in a mall. The two but that's doing like creepy mall. Right. Chopping
3: Mall. Chopping Mall. The two dawn of the deads. Uh, mall movie.
5: I mean, that is the best uh, dead movie, though. Like I,
2: I agree. Know. That is the best. Does movie. Uh, Night of the Comet take place in a mall? It has a lot of mall stuff, right? But it's not exclusively mall set. Ba- Bad Santa mostly takes place in a mall.
3: Oh, that's true.
5: Hmm. <laughs> uh, how many? How many movies take place on a boat? <laughs>
2: uh, Titanic. Are you trying to get us? Are you trying to pivot back to Titanic? I
5: am very loosely <laughs> trying to pivot. What back. a pro! What's
2: a pro? <laughs> I know. Been we boat. need Emily on every week. Been just on just on to pivot podcasts.
5: us.
3: Uh, all right. Hire okay. me
5: for your podcast.
2: You're like
3: a podcast coach. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, We got a lot of money. We've actually, we've been bleeding money, like, in the reverse sense. We have too much money to spend on this podcast. Our budget's too big. We need to hire more people.
2: (laughs) Yeah, that's definitely what's going on with us. All right. Titanic.
3: Titanic. So we
2: left it at right in the middle of the movie, right there in the middle when she's about to throw herself overboard. Yeah. Right.
5: Right square in the middle of the movie.
2: Great job. Um, anyway, <laughs> so
5: so there's um there's a whole a lot of roll on the nose dialogue where it's like, uh, I can't pull you up. You have to pull yourself up. All that stuff, which it gets repeated multiple times. Mm-hmm. There's a lot okay. of very like strong telegraphing that like, oh, Rose isn't some helpless girl. Sure. Um, which I f- feels a little obligatory to me, but that stuff usually does. He likes that kind
3: of obligatory stuff. He's a yeah. good fan. Uh, I think this scene what do you really turned me as, off as a fifteen year old. I think this cute. is why I started to get cynical watching the movie as a teenager. You know,
5: because she's about to kill herself.
3: Yeah, who would do that? Also, um, I also no, the fact that he's like,
5: like he's like, oh, you're not gonna do it. Like that's she. She's that's in a pretty rough. Yeah, she's in a pretty
2: tight dress, and she went all the way over to the other side. Like I don't think this is a cry for help. Like yeah, yeah. she. It's almost crazy that she doesn't die. Like you know. Yeah, yeah she's the it, reason I don't like the scene is the a. Uh, that it then you have to have them struggling like she slips and he pulls her up, which and then you, it
5: looks like a thing, right?
2: You need it because there has to be like
3: a thing for him it's, to get invited to it's dinner. It's a little clunky to it's, me. It's, I also don't love this, but everything it activates in the story I like. Sure, you know, I mean the, the explanation of how he gets invited into this other yeah, world yeah, and all of that I like.
5: But I it, don't it, think that would ever have happened, but I no, do like I that. Either. I do like that Billy Zane is the one to invite him. Because that
2: and and the way he invite where where he's like, hmm, you're still unhappy. No one's like she oh. almost fell off the fucking ship, yeah. like suicide or not. Let's like like we need to take her inside, give that. her a glass of water. Yeah. Like
5: Rose is not pleased, and he's like, what hmm, to do? What to do?
2: <laughs> hmm, Dawson, you know.
5: Come entertain us and with that's, your yeah. poorness.
3: Right. And that's, of course, before yeah, before. then he's just like, oh, 20 should do it. Like, yeah. yeah. yeah good old Cal. Cal almost feels like a character who's just verbalizing his entire inner monologue. Like, <laughs> right? there's no inner Because thoughts. there's no one to check him. There's no right. one yeah. to say, hey, man, that's out of I mean, male privilege much? You know, he thinks all of his thoughts are worth sharing with the oh, world. You're so woke. I'm pretty woke. Yeah. Oh Look, oh, I don't yeah. want to say I'm an ally. <laughs> <laughs> but low-key, no, I'm, low key, low key, I'm an key. ally. Yo, low-key, I'm an ally.
2: Low-key, ally. Yeah.
3: Isn't it great when people tell you how much they're an ally? That's always not suspicious That's, at all. There's
2: no red flag there. No red flag there.
3: <laughs> but literally no one respects women more than me. Um
5: so he gets invited to dinner. Oh, uh and before that then they have another stroll on the deck where he teaches her how to spit. And then yeah. there's a very awkward moment.
2: Yeah. Um I kinda what do you yeah. I mean, and, and, and it's also when she sees his paintings. Or is that after? That's the
5: first time that they take a walk together because she's like, that's when they have the one uh, obligatory beat of like, oh, she's annoyed with him. Now they're kind of fighting. And then she's like.
2: Well, you're being rather rude. Yeah.
5: And then she like, out of nowhere, is like, oh, I hate you. Let me grab your sketchbook.
2: I can't stand you. What are these anyway? In your, in your le- Why does he have them with him anyway? What an obnoxious man. I guess he has oh, nowhere no. to put them.
5: This is this is the takeaway from this, this. as you as you are as you grow older and you watch this movie. Uh, if you were ever swayed by the notion of Jack Dawson being a romantic character, once you are actually into your late twenties or thirties and have met some Jack Dawsons, <laughs> you are like that guy sucks. <laughs> <laughs> that guy. Yeah.
3: Check out my never... charcoal drawings of old ladies' hands. Right, though. which is like <laughs> equivalent to fucking playing like Wonderwall at a party on an acoustic. Yeah. You know, like that's like the same move.
5: Yeah. Uh, also another thing that I, I know this is not very uh, not a pleasant subject, but please, I mean Jack is not a virgin, right?
2: One assumes he is not. <laughs> I mean, he's, he's been not.
5: hanging out with a lot of French prostitutes. Uh, French ladies
2: of the night, all French fours, yeah. yeah. um, and uh, and Madame Bijou. I, don't I know.
5: feel yeah. like. Rose definitely doesn't come out of this whole situation. <laughs> and, like She probably had a few surprises, unpleasant surprises when she got back to New York, is what I'm saying. Oh, you oh, think you know. he may
2: be. Okay. All right. Yeah. You know, look, it's 1912. But I mean, she how, does how live till she's
5: 100. Yeah. So. I, I she didn't get gonna, syphilis. I'm not saying syphilis, but so maybe something sure. else.
2: Cramps <laughs> and the clap. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but then again, of course, she, does, and she and doesn't something. perish. So that's pretty good. No, yeah. yeah she
5: totally yeah. lives. I mean, also.
2: <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he, yeah. maybe he didn't even put it in. We don't know. We there, just know that we just know that she puts her hand on the glass.
3: There is that, and they're scene, very sweaty. Though, there is that scene when she first boards the ship and she tells Bill Paxton to put on a condom before they shake hands. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm just saying that's a, it's subtext. Okay. It's, it's, it's <laughs> All right. subtle. All right, we're moving on. I would. Imagine. I mean, I, I
2: shouldn't even be mad at Griffin because Emily's the one who
3: brought this Thank up. Thank you. Good job, Emily. Thank you for alyoping <laughs> me. Sorry.
2: I feel like Emily has a lot of theories. <laughs> and this is part two. Is where the, she's gonna air out all her theories.
3: Yeah,
5: I feel like that's probably. Oh, I left my note. Oh, wait, no, my notepad's on the I have some theories on my notepad. Cool.
3: This uh, is why we call Emily the theorist, the mother of blankies. Um, <laughs> okay, so he goes to dinner. Yeah, wait. There dinner. was there was something I want to say. Oh. Uh, All these scenes kind of lost me. I mean, I think they're just. I don't think I care about young Griffin. I got to be honest with you. Well, I think they're. But even watching it now today, I'm saying I still like it goes on more easily because I'm able to view the movie as a whole and understand what they're setting up. But I still think they're like the clumsiest sort of clunkiest scenes in the movie to me. They feel a little dare I say it. They feel a little Anakin Padme to me. Oh, I don't agree with that. The early chunks where they're not really getting along, where they're sort of, like, fighting with each other. You went too far. They're not anywhere near as bad, but they have touches. They have touches. It's Mm. that... The, I don't agree with this Emily I don't agree with it either. No.
5: I think they do have chemistry. Yeah. I think that is the difference. Yeah. Like that's the that's the thing that also makes the film work because yeah. you do I believe that they're
3: them argue. I don't like watching people argue. They literally only argue that. They argue briefly, for, like for like one minute. He just
2: says, know. Do you love Cal? And she's like, What? Like, how you're can you ask rude? me this?
3: <laughs> yeah. Um,
2: well, you're and she calls him annoying at one point. it's very cute.
3: The other thing is, I co- think
2: the whole thing is just cute. Like, I, you never really feel like other. Maybe it's
3: just like, I mean, but this is the other element of it is. Whereas like, in
2: Anakin Padme, just to be clear, she's like, you know, I feel like a system of laws and governance is good. He's like, I feel like someone should just tell everyone what to do. <laughs> As they're like
3: rolling around in the grass. I also, fuck sand. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah.
5: I mean, if you want to compare those two, like, they are yeah. really nothing alike because. Uh, Anakin and Padme are like a couple where their love is like they are talking about government and very big <laughs> ideas like that. And like yeah. that's what half of their conversations are about. True. And this is a love story that takes place within.
3: Two days, practically.
5: Within two days. Mm-hmm. Well, within and also a, within a, a, a system, setting a system, that system, is a yeah. microcosm. Yeah, right. but yeah. they don't talk about it at all.
3: Yeah, I really? like that. I, I mean, like there's that. very
5: oh. few allusions to the fact, like, oh, I know how the world works or whatever. But it's not like they're sitting there, like, dissecting, like, oh, the, 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 yeah, the, yeah. the aristocracy sure. or it's, whatever It's just like the that. broad
2: stuff of, like, you know, let me show you a real good time down in Steerage, you know, with the yeah. the fiddle and the, the Irish dancing. Each are it.
3: representing the thing that they're not talking about. Right. 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 Um, and, and, yeah. and he teaches her how to spit. Like, Yeah. yeah. Well, I think, you know, I mean, a big difference is that, like, all of us saw this movie for the first time when we were younger than the characters. Mm -hmm. And we're now all watching at a point where we're, like, you know, like, at least in terms of, like, worldview, significantly older than the characters where you can, like, watch this as, like, a nostalgia thing, not just for, like, when the movie came out, but it's like, oh, this is of very youth. much a young love movie Yes. versus, like, for all of us when we were watching it, it was some sort of meant to be aspirational sort of, like, this is what love is, this is sort of, mm-hmm. like, standard bear. And so, I, I mean, all this stuff goes down for me more easily now because the stuff I find kind of annoying, I'm like, well, teenagers are annoying. They're a bunch of fucking But teenagers.
5: also, you have Old Rose contextualizing everything and the fact that like
3: it's a memory play
5: it could be it could be uh like just a young love story about something burning bright and hot and then getting dunked in an ice bath sure uh but instead it is about the memory of this one thing and it's not the thing i love about this movie i thought i thought i was going to say this for the end but i'll bring it up now one thing i like about this movie a lot is that it's not that like she has this great love and then she survives and she never loves again. Right. She has this whole life. I love yeah. that. And she even gets married and has a kid. He, like,
2: he freed her from a life she didn't want. It yeah. was yeah. an awakening. And she got to have the life she yeah, wanted. That's the yeah. biggest and that thing. The force like reawakened. The
5: importance of a young love is not that this is like your only love you're going to ever have, but it's going to be like the thing that kind of kickstarts your life in a way or like yeah. it awakens you emotionally or whatever, even if it doesn't last. And I think that that is like a very mature perspective and mm-hmm. like... Yeah. like worldwide perspective on like what otherwise is a pretty insubstantial young love type story
2: but i mean yeah that and that is I, I what sells that last moment of the movie yes. which we'll get to so great yeah. the pan over the pictures and yeah. then you know returning to yeah that having been jack fun. still
3: sucks yeah oh, he's all right <laughs> a little bit of a fuck boy. i like jack a little, little bit oh, of everyone's a fuckboy fuck boy
2: these the Cameron days fuck boys. cameron's got a he lot of fuck boys he, he waits he paints her nude and then they 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 don't do anything until they get to I'm the fuckboy because
3: is all about fucking. I'm saying like fuck like like fuck. Yeah. Um. It, Jack I- just has less of a personality,
5: right? Right. He doesn't really I have,
2: have a personality. So he's, a, he's,
5: magical. He's, a, he's, he's magical. He's He's very magical. Magic, or he's a like, manic pixie dream boy. He really right. is.
2: Yeah. And like he is. that scene in the dinner table where he's call. suddenly just spouting these canned lines, where he's yeah. like, you know, a week ago <laughs> I was uh, just a piece of shit, and now I'm yeah. on the Titanic with you, fine fellows. And all that stuff. And like, it's like, I'm like, did you, are you running for office? Like, you lemons? <laughs> yeah.
5: It's also like, if you're this charismatic and charming and all these rich people love you, how come you have the life Right. That you? I guess he wants that life. That's uh, the other thing.
3: Annoying, uh, <laughs> I'm going to throw out the other, like, mild grape. Because obviously I love this movie, right? But this is a mild grape I think I'm going to win the two of you over on. Jack's drawings. Kind of basic, <laughs> right? They're okay. You know who They're drew them, very- right? G- Jim Cameron. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Which makes sense because they're very, very technically proficient. Yeah.
5: They're very. They feel very contemporary to me. Again. They
3: do. That is very true. And they feel very clinical to me. Yeah. Which makes sense from Cameron, where it's just like, oh, he knows how to draw a thing. There is some weird
2: thing about them where I'm just like, well, they, of course, they look good. They're Jack's famous drawings from the Titanic. Like I've just seen them so many (laughs) times now, and the style is so instantly recognizable to me as Jack
3: Dawson. You know, circa
2: 1912.
3: It's just uh, every, but no, I every mean, time it, I watch this, the moment I have the hardest time swallowing it is when she looks at the drawing and she goes, Jack, these are No, she's like These well, are very good. Well these yeah. are good. These, these are, are very good, good actually. Yeah. And then she like has to sit down. Okay, cool. <laughs> you know like in New York City, like the people they have in like Times Square and Central Park who like aren't the caricaturists, sure. but they just have like the semi-realistic portraits. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like that's what they look like to me. Where it's like this is someone who like yeah. learned how to draw technically.
5: I think it's very nice that Jim Cameron knows how to draw that well. I, I think do too. I think that drawing, being able to draw from life, is a sign of character for me. Even if you're not a good person. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's he's a, a good, good observation person. from Emily Ishida.
2: Yeah. like I totally agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. As
5: somebody who's like mom, just like that was one of the first things my mom ever taught me how to do was just like draw from life, which
2: so. I cannot do at all. So I must be a piece.
5: Of
3: shit. My mom was the same way. Yeah. My mom, I, I draw a lot in this because my mom uh, taught me how to draw very Yeah. Young. No one in my family has any artistic ability, so my siblings don't draw. I do. My mom does. Uh, her her grandmother drew. Uh, anyway. <laughs> so he dines with them. <laughs> I like the. I like drawing. I really like.
2: Uh, <laughs> Kathy <night> Bates. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's just ridiculous. It's just ridiculous. I
3: sharpen a pencil. <laughs> Yeah. did you just
2: say shut up? Because I agree with no, that. I <laughs> was was say shout to out the page. Shout out Celine.
5: Yeah. Uh anyway, uh Kathy Bates.
2: I I just I wonderful. Yeah, she's wonderful. Okay, she really yeah. saves these scenes, uh, these sort of like really, really silly ostentations. Very hokey.
3: Yeah. It, in the wrong hands. It could yeah. have been very
2: hokey. And uh it just, I mean, like, he's using the, you know, obviously he's kind of molding the Molly Brown iconic sort of character. I mean, she wouldn't even have been called Molly. She wasn't called that until after the the Titanic sank. She was Maggie Brown. Oh. Uh, but, like, that's, oh, I feel like this is the trickiest play. Like, you know. At, like we get that she would
3: like jack and that she would like give him oh, a yeah. give him a coat and tails and
2: she would like teach him to
3: yeah, and she serves important story functions in that way of like teaching him how to be able to like you know acquit himself right you know and in the... Eat the silverware the right way yeah. yeah yeah work from the outside in or the inside out i always say wrong in. outside in um outside with, there's a character we haven't talked about a lot who you uh, briefly invoked as uh the titanic terminator oh, oh spicer yeah. lovejoy which is an Oh, unbelievable by, character played Dave. by David Warner. Great character name Stark and Tron. Stark
2: and Tron. I uh, mean,
5: that whole scene in the hallway is just uh, Terminator again. Yeah, like it's yeah, amazing. He, he does like even the blade running <laughs> yeah. to a degree
3: while wearing like a three piece suit, like he a waistcoat. Great. Well,
5: this is where this is where David, other David, uh, brought up the point that I have to credit him with, which is mm-hmm. that in that scene, watching it, it occurred to him that Leo's hair does look like John and Connor's hair
3: oh yeah the swoop yeah yeah and there is that scene where leo's wearing the public enemy (laughs) t-shirt and he hacks into an atm yeah yeah and and he just blasts like 15 seconds of you could be mine on a boombox (laughs) (laughs) like just enough that then they can say it's the song my heart beats
2: for thee i love him so much i mean edward furlong had he not fucked up he was i think he was talked about for this role oh really really yeah he he was he was supposed to be what leo became right like kind
3: of like the dreamy yeah boy the teen girls like i mean you know With who they should have
5: so like
3: you know who they should have screen tested for this role who? the real john connor producer ben okay he's not he can't hear you he can't he can't talk i know i'm just saying i would have loved to see producer Ben be in titanic uh there
2: is that famous um story that uh Fantanic. That Kate Winslow like, screen tested with Leo and then said to James Cameron, like, he's really good. Even if you don't hire me, you should hire that guy. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, which I like. Isn't
3: there, am I misremembering? And then there- she
2: harassed James Cameron for the role. Like, really harassed him. Really? Yeah, hmm. she would, like, call him every single day and say, I have to be Rose. I have to be, like, she just, like, <sighs> uh, worked him as hard as she could. Wow. trying to find who some of the other people who tested were. Well, I,
3: I feel like I couldn't tell if I was misremembering or not because I didn't get a chance to crack the special features, but I feel like on the Blu-ray there's a screen test, an earlier screen test she had done that's her in a set with Jeremy Sisto. Am I wrong yeah, about that? Yeah, because he was very close. Right, Yeah. which is weird. I Whoa. like Jeremy Sisto, but this film would not have worked with him in the role. Hmm. I think he's too abrasive, actually. I think Jeremy Sisto yeah. is a little too strong She's a presence. She's kicking while he's down. Fuck, he didn't even get to be in the movie. <laughs> I like Jeremy Sisto a lot. One time he sure, came into sure. the comic book huh. store I used to work at, and I sold him a bunch of books, and we had a nice talk. We talked about comics.
5: Well, I think it is sort of important, though, that 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 Jack not overpower Rose. I agree. Anyway. Yeah, that is That's true. That's really right. important.
2: Cameron wanted Jared Leto. That was his number God. one choice. Jared Jeez. wouldn't even audition. He would have drowned himself for the role.
3: He would have fucking, he, I oh, i got to be in ice for six months. Fucking Jared Leto.
2: How do you feel about Jared? Me? I would not have been uh, into that. Either of you. No, no, no. Even though it was, you know, my so called life, time. Jordan Catalano. But again, you
5: know? too contemporary. I mean, I will give it to Leo. Like, he doesn't look out of place in the film and the world. Like, I uh, believe that uh, he some could. some
3: classical.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, here's some other. Paul Rudd auditioned. Uh, his own father
3: <sighs> that was. That would have a...
5: been bad, too. I mean, that would
3: have been my favorite movie. <laughs> remember Paul Rudd in Romeo and Juliet, though? Yeah. Because yeah. I mean, literally, he gets oh, rejected man. for Leo. Yeah.
5: Oh, my God. Uh, he, he was Paris in, he's uh, Paris and he's Paris. yes. Red
3: Tannic. I with would be the, on, totally on board with, with,
5: with the astronaut.
3: Oh my god! Yeah, it's yeah, so he's
2: cute. cute. He's, he's so cute. And then there's that scene where like the fireworks are going off at the party, mm-hmm. and he turns
3: around. and He's like,
4: he's like so excited about the fireworks. <laughs> so I love it. It's like yeah. a little
3: preview of like later comedy. Rod. Yeah, like, yeah. He does yeah. a total like red face. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he his father was an avid
2: Titanic historian, and he reeled off all these technical info info at the audition, and apparently they didn't care. Uh, Stephen Dorff. <laughs> Steven Dorf Skull. Oh, that,
5: that would be how I tried to get the role, to be <laughs> yeah. honest. <Yeah. laughs> I'd come in with Wikipedia on my phone, just I've, ready to- I've
3: done that in the past for auditions. It never worked. <laughs> I'm telling you.
5: But I know everything.
3: Yeah, yeah but I... I care about this. And they're like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah. We won't pay someone to say Steven shit. Stephen Dorff,
5: I'm seeing over Steven here. Stephen
3: Dorff
2: uh, rejected the part. Billy Crudup rejected the part. Ooh. Hugh Grant was offered Cal
3: and turned it down. Yeah, he I
5: mean- would have been an okay Cal. He would have been oh, great. Yeah. He
3: would have overpowered the movie, though. Quite I possibly. think that's that's the problem. He would have been too he would have popped too much.
5: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Caleb Deschanel, who we talked about on our Jack Reacher podcast. Tested for Jack Dawson. He was the cinematographer and was fired what? by really? James Cameron because they disagreed on the lighting. Wow. And Russell Carpenter shot this movie. He did a beautiful job. He did. It's a it's a gorgeous movie. Yeah. God,
3: wow, that's fascinating to me. Hmm. Um, uh, I mean, yes. Leo was so clearly the choice out of all those people you listed. And it's, it, you know, it's not just a hindsight 2020 thing. I think some of them are better <laughs> actors and some of them are worse actors. Oh, she did oh. shit. I'll t- I've got a backpack. I'll take them. Cool. Um, but it is, uh, it's like crazy to think that like he's the one guy who could have been. I mean, it's, uh, there's a similar thing like around that same time, uh, Independence Day, there was like 25 guys sure. that turned it down before Will Smith and the movie wouldn't have worked with any of the other 25 guys. Um... One pat, one last piece of trivia. I think Ethan Hawke was close for both Independence Day and Titanic. I sure, think he was considered. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
2: one last trick, one last yeah. piece of trivia, and let's get back to the plot. Sure. On the set of Titanic, Leonardo DiCaprio's pet lizard was run over by a truck, but with some TLC, DiCaprio nursed him back to health.
4: Were you guys
5: talking about Pugsley, Terminator. Yes.
3: Terminator. Pugsley the lizard. What if He's he an adopted Pugsley? What wow. If, if Leo's lizard was Pugsley.
5: Do you think that Leo's lizard dying was like where he lost his way?
3: Yeah, he never recovered.
5: Yeah, yeah.
3: And the last thing Pugsley said to then he's like, "I'm going to him- go
5: be in the beach. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not thinking.
3: Like- <laughs> yeah, was, what should I do?" And then he turns, and the <laughs> cage is empty. And he's like,
5: <sighs>
3: "The last thing Pugsley said to Leo was win an Oscar." And then Leo was like, "At all costs, yeah, I must. I'm For- <laughs> sacrificing everything." Okay, Pugsley, Pugsley. So. It was weird when he said that at the Oscars for the Revenue. he went for
2: Pugsley. <laughs> Amazingly we we I have to press us to move on with the plot huh. even though this is part 2 of a two part right, episode.
3: Right. Can we make it a three part? <laughs>
5: uh so they go to dinner. Uh you want to go to a real party?
2: Yeah, they go to the real party. This is my least favorite part of the movie. Oh, I love this part.
5: Okay. Emily go on. just gave me a little Mm.
3: Uh, side eye I'm doing some cider. I'm throwing some. I shades. just. I fri-
5: found it tiresome this time watching it. Yeah, but usually, I find it to be fun.
3: See, I like real salt of the earth. Well, people, this is exactly the, what I hate about that's it. That's what I like.
2: His, I think, I talked about it in part one of our podcast. His fetishization of immigrants, especially Irish immigrants, is so hacky yeah. to me. And it was also partly that I lived in Britain and was like, you know, closer to like I knew yeah. Irish people. And like, it's especially in Britain, like you're so attuned to that sort of. Top of the morning, yeah. Fucking, you know, fiddle and step dancing Irish stuff. Like, just... Does the
5: score bug you?
2: I actually love the score. It's okay. so corny, but I love it. I mean, I like Horner. He's corny, yeah. like yeah. the rave hearts. It's corner. They should, Ooh. and they they should, and maybe one day they will. Yeah. Okay. They just high five. Thank you. Uh, uh, yeah.
5: Nope. <laughs> I, I, I can't hey. take credit for this.
2: Um. But uh. I
5: played uh, the uh the uh score for for highlights from the score in my seventh grade orchestra. <gasps> what
3: did you play? Emily? Unable to I stay and willing to leave. I played.
5: <laughs> never
2: in absolution? I know never in an absolution. I never
5: an absolution. Take it to see Mr. Murdoch. Great one. Uh, Great one. That's that's the that's the best. Da, 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 da. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. What did uh, you play? I played violin, oh. um, and I—I I mean, I think it was a vastly. A- bridged simplified score but it was seventh grade it was titanic I, everybody wanted to do make this you I think
3: play it's a great score yeah, i the, think it's the, 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 the oh, no, it was great. on it is so um,
2: good that you know the the sort of the voices synthy. yeah those Cynthia voice and uh at, during never unwilling to stay Unw- unable to leave which uh-huh. is one of my favorite pieces of music which is when she jumps off the lifeboat yeah i announced to joanna who was watching this movie for the first time with me <gasps> I said, this, this piece of music is called uh, Unable to Stay, Unwilling to Leave. Or uh, Un- Unwilling to Stay, Unable to Leave. Yeah. And she laughed at me, mockingly. When, yeah. Yeah, in my face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
5: Wait, why? For knowing
2: that. <laughs> because I was like, this is a beautiful piece of music. And meanwhile, the music is like, do 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 <laughs> I don't
5: know. Wait, which it's one is this 17? one? I'm going to find it. Which, which play, play a snippet of it.
3: It's called Unable to Stay, Unwilling to Leave.
5: I don't remember. I don't think we played this.
3: Um, Emily, at this recital, did they make you all play in A Sinking Ship?
5: No, we didn't have the budget for that uh, one. That no, I, I didn't go to school in Brooklyn. So, hey, uh, yeah. hey, hey,
3: hey. <laughs> West Village at the time. <laughs>
5: um, oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's the very no, that's, synthy that's, organ yeah. stuff. I mean, it's the intro for uh, My Heart Will Go On. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah, no, it, 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 it switches when it makes the switch to that. Is like when you realize, oh yeah, everybody's gonna die. Yeah, it's, it's like it's, the it's hopeless Titanic. moment in the whole progression of. It's what's the, playing. Titanic. Shut up.
2: It's what's playing when the firework explodes behind him.
3: Yeah. Titanic. Yeah. yeah. Um.
2: It's great. I love. Anyway, I, and it also has like, you know, the, mm-hmm. the weird. Oh yeah. Da,
3: da, da. yeah. 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 You know, it's a very simple. music But that's music the end. Cue? That's
5: the end too.
3: Right. Yeah. It's also at the end. Uh. uh, uh he, you know, A very simple Wander music cue I love. Oh, he reuses a lot. Uh, a very simple music cue that really works for me in this movie. The first time you hear it is the first sight of the iceberg. But then it's sort for of like the danger cue which is this very ominous drawn out like uh, no. I did a really bad job approximating it. <laughs> you really it. did. <laughs> can we, can <laughs> we, we sample that? Remember later? that great piece uh, of music? Uh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. <laughs>
4: Um, so the
2: romance stuff plays out next after the dinner, right? There's like the dinner yeah. upstairs, the whiskeys and brandy, all life, I mean, the brandy and cigars, all life is a game of luck. You yeah, a lot thi- of great lines up there. Yeah, uh-huh. well, go ahead, Emily.
5: Uh, start from the outside. Uh, uh, yep. Then, then you want to go to a real party. Uh, you think you're big, strong men. Uh, I thought that was sort of annoying.
2: Oh, When she goes on point. When or when she what, goes yeah, on point. Yeah, yeah. yeah, uh, yeah, uh, it's a little lame. I, it's I feel just embarrassed,
5: hacking. I feel embarrassed for her always in that scene a little just bit because like,
2: you think they're gonna be like,
5: Wow,
2: like you're yeah. just like, a, I don't know what the point of that, yeah, yeah.
5: Or like you can do stuff too, yeah, yeah, too, yeah, <laughs> um, anyway, uh, what happens after that? Oh, and then, uh, uh the, the T1000 sees them, yeah, uh, and I still then, love Joy. The next I just
2: love this first name is Spicer. That's I don't believe anyone spice. says Spicer. Spice, spice, rack spice love joy. Rack love joy. Spicer. Spicer Love
5: joy. Spicer. Uh <laughs> I
2: mean I, I I can't you can't make this shit up. Yeah.
5: Um uh oh and then and then Cal throws a fit and and he turns the tape below. Oh, her, right. that scene then, plays
2: out right because he right, he hears about yeah. her going down below deck. He's like,
5: "I thought you would join me tonight," which is very spicy. Speaking of spicy. Yeah. yeah, he's act, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> he's trying to mac on her
2: before they get yeah, married, yeah. which is not this cool. Is not very and she's 17 years old. Mm-hmm. But yeah, maybe he's just like, "Look, we're on a boat." Like I gave International this giant waters. Diamond. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he gives her the the, the had he, had he gives one. he gives but her he the diamond. He already
5: gave her the diamond, so I feel like maybe at this point he's just like, "What? Why don't you?" But
2: that is actually That's a scene that scared the crap out of me when I was a kid because I had never seen a movie. I was eleven that had any kind of domestic violence theme or anything like that. Mm -hmm. When he turns the table over, it's really frightening. Mm. Now Mm. I guess it seems more ridiculous. My wife, my wife, or whatever it is, he like Mm. uh, upsetting. um, But I like that Cameron sticks with her crying and like trying to blow it off to the maid as like we had an accident,
5: but also trying to clean up and And trying to clean up. The maid won't let her clean up.
2: Which is very the, the maid gets some shit right then, and then right after, right because after, because there's the corset scene where yeah. Frances Fisher, who's her mom. What's her mom's name? Uh, Ruth comes in, and she's like, "Get the fuck yeah. out of here, maid."
5: Yeah, and the and the the corset is punishment yeah. thing, very very real. Also, like, I mean, any any girl who grew up watching a lot of historical dramas like wanted a corset anyway, and so I think in, the, in that scene you're like, "Oh, maybe it would suck." Yeah, right. If your it- mom did it, like. suck. <laughs>
2: And that's, I mean, I guess we need that scene. It's where the mom's reminding her, like, look, yeah. we may be old money, but we're not rich and you got to do this. No, yeah. okay,
5: I'm curious about the scene for you guys because I remember as a kid when she starts crying about being a seamstress and, like, we'll lose all your things and oh, stuff. Oh, sure, yeah. That right. seems very, she doesn't seem very sympathetic at all. You're like, oh, this lady crying, like, what's she? But, like, <laughs> I, <Kids>. I think, <gasps> I think now watching it, I think she's a little more sympathetic in that. I, I, right. think,
2: I, I think the film does a great job by making her both a villain, you know, yeah. but, mm-hmm. but totally illustrating her, like, fully limited perspective. Yeah. Like, she is not a person who is evil. Yeah. Like, Cal's kind of evil. You know, he's like a mustache twirling villain. She's literally just like, she just doesn't understand anything. And she yeah. can't,
5: Conceive of a life that doesn't involve her
2: exactly, being. and like, like yeah. and the crucial moment is later, obviously, when she's like, I hope the steerage people won't be on the lifeboat with me, and right, she, yeah. oh, bother, shut up, yeah. Uh, yeah. And yeah. Uh, like, that's like the final breaking point, they never interact again, no, yeah. that's it,
3: that's like she abandons her mother. There's some really good reaction shots from Frances Fisher, France she Fish is, is a girl. very oh, a very good actress, yeah, so
5: good in this, yeah, there's, there's the, the unforgiven
3: uh, well. towards the end of the movie, um, and she was married to Eastwood, right? Wasn't she, is that right? He's been married like 50 times.
2: She at least... Yeah, she was married to him for five years. Yeah.
3: No, not married. Partner. Okay. I think they had a child together. Francesca.
2: (sighs) Boy. Hmm. Francesca Eastwood. She is... Known for starring in Mrs. Eastwood and Company, an
3: e-reality series. Oh, right. That thing.
5: She is a frequent figure in blind items.
3: <laughs> oh, <laughs> interesting. Um, that's the only way I know of yeah. anything about her. Uh, um, no, I was gonna say, uh, I, I think limited perspective is a good term. I do feel like a lot of movies that um wanna have like adversary characters who aren't quite villains. Like it that's a really useful tool because like uh even just, you know, I, I'm i kind of against movies where it's just someone who's, like, evil for the sake of being evil. Right. And it's always kind of more sympathetic if you have someone who, like, thinks they're doing the right thing yeah, and can convey yeah. it and they just don't understand yeah. the way the world actually works. No, yeah.
5: having a bunch of people who think they're doing the right thing versus somebody who's, like, act- actually trying to just, disagree,
2: always yeah. Always be malevolent. Yeah. I mean, just, but what is, what, what Cameron has struck on that is so clever mm-hmm. and then a movie like A Night to Remember didn't really struck on, as much as that's a very cool movie. hmm is the idea like, you, like the mall idea they're all stuck together mm-hmm. even yeah. if they're separated out like it's still he can go up the staircase like it's not hard for these people to interact with each other right and like that's why like you almost understand why Cal is so phenomenally evil because like when else like his only other interactions with poor people would be like I put my trust in you and shaking yeah, their man. hands. Uh,
3: David just uh, put uh, fake money in my hand. Uh Monopoly money he brought just for that joke. Yep. Um Do
5: you think what do you think if there was like a modern remake of uh of Titanic like the way that Shakespeare companies sometimes do the hip new take on uh, two gentlemen of Verona. Yeah, or whatever, sure, right. right. Or, yeah. It, it's uh, set in a
3: depression era carnival, but it's Titanic. No, what, but no, but it would be set right now. What would their
5: real party be?
2: Oh, like what would the right where he he takes her from the stuffy like penthouse bar or whatever? Where does he take her to? There's nothing. I don't know. What's authentic anymore?
5: Having, there's no space to do anything like that. They wouldn't give you a free rec room on any kind of ship to go. Again,
2: you've been on a cruise, so you know better than I. Were you in steerage?
5: No. I, you? Wait. I add my own mirrors. Wow. And, uh, oh, you know, like, wow. I don't even know how a cruise Emily, works. Like, is timing it, us
2: with is your mirrors. Is it the same way? So like first class, second class, third class? Like is there that? There
5: are, um, there are definitely different uh, uh, classes of uh, room. Sure. I mean, you pay and, more, you get a better yeah. room. Yeah, so. and you can, I mean, we had a higher up deck oh room with a balcony. No well, I should just, my, my boyfriend performs on a cruise. A so it was like, no, we didn't have to pay for it. Well, it was very nice. Right. So, but any, anyway, so that's my, my close. And of course, of course, getting on a cruise ship for the first time in my life when I am right. 30,
0: mm-hmm.
5: I immediately am like, Oh, this is just like Titanic. Could you say Mr. Murdoch? That's the first thing I think <laughs> of. I'm like, let's go to the front of the ship and let's stand at the, the bow. And of course, you can't do that. Like they won't <laughs> let you. There's a rope. You can't go. I imagine that you probably couldn't go all the way to the front on the Titanic. Maybe I imagine although, that that's a little it ahistorical. It
2: might be. Who yeah. knows? I mean, also, good if you shot, could, though.
5: it would be full of people. Who right. were a looking lot of people
3: over.
2: would
3: want to do that. <laughs> right, right. Everyone was allowed everyone moment on yeah. the Titanic. Right. That's the place they're gonna want to look. Is yeah, the front. it's so
5: cool and exciting. And like you wouldn't be able to have a private right. moment and kiss somebody and fly. Wait. Right.
3: Whereas Jack's like, hey do you wanna hear the this, so, the this spot I hang out all the time is <laughs> front of the ship, this is like no, my favorite place. No one shoots yeah, that real, yeah, real
2: yeah, low key. But actually great views, honestly. Uh we should is that it's right around then that they do the well, I'm flying right when is uh, that Uh so it's so okay here's the, what
3: so like, that's the
5: first I, I kiss. just watched this first no the first kiss doesn't come for a while so they so he gets mad at her mom gets mad at her they have the church scene Uh, Oh, yeah. And they sing for those in peril on the sea, which they really did sing um, Mm on the the, service. We should note
2: that, like, despite some supposed inconsistencies, Cameron was obsessed with period detail. Yes. Like, the china is exactly— The meal is what was served Mm -hmm. that night. It's—you know, if you look at paintings of, like, the grand staircase, like, you know, he's trying to get everything exact.
3: And you know the only change he made for the 3D re-release in the Blu-ray, right? Well, he
2: added a third dimension.
3: Yes, but, but I mean, for the remastering, right? If the Blu-ray, What's there's the, one Oh, no, oh, the Milky Way. Yeah, right, You right. He changed the constellations. Because a fucking bummer town. Neil deGrasse Tyson McTyson was like, Tyson, actually yeah. on that night, the stars were like this. Oh, my God. So he changed it. Yeah, yeah. That's the only thing. He was like, uh, keeping all the effects intact. And apparently, Katie was telling me, "R.I.P.
2: Katie." No, no, we love you, Katie. She's I, still alive. Yeah, I know. I was just joking. Um, I <laughs> so felt bad. The second wasn't I said it, funny <laughs> negative no, five. But no. One. But but uh, Katie <laughs> was just telling me before that on the commentary he rants about like, well, apparently the stars are wrong. I mean, maybe I'll fix that, but it's.
3: And it's, the, the commentary is attached to the fixed movie, right. so you see him complaining about something. Oh. In the later. background, you can hear him punching Neil deGrasse Tyson <laughs> in the face <laughs> under the table. Go, Jim! Stop punching me. Okay.
5: okay, so 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 Jack tries to go see her at church. I don't know why. Yeah, that's uh, actually a
2: weird move. And by he's him. like, but
5: it's very much like the club thing of like, I was here yesterday. Right. And like, no, you can't go anymore. He,
2: he gets his twenty. Lovejoy gives tw- him yeah, the twenty yeah. then, yeah. And
5: then he, he corners her after in the gym. Right, he pulls her into the gym. And is like, Hey, we should be together. You're the most amazing girl I've ever met, which he's is like also, a weak line. Like, also, do better.
3: He also and says you're no walk in the park. Like first he nags yeah. her a little bit. Yeah, more.
5: yeah.
2: Yeah, now that I'm thinking, uh, Jack's being kind of a creep, no, pulling he her into the gym. Yeah, no, I don't he know, man. Yeah, he, um, yeah. yeah I, and you're right. His line, his pitch at that point, I forgot that it happened, and when I was watching it, I was like, "Oh, this is kind of flat." It's like, not a good yeah. pitch because yeah. it's
5: like. I know it's like I know how the world works. I don't have anything to offer you, but you're awesome, but also you're not that awesome. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but maybe you could be awesome. Yeah.
5: And and little
2: Dawson. Yeah. <laughs> also,
5: remember that <laughs> spitting thing? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah, I tell you how to spit. Don't you owe me? Yeah. yeah. It's it's very weak. Uh anyway, she uh she says no and and uh they part ways. I forget what changes her mind. What uh, changes her mind? It's
2: it's some interaction she has with the richie pants. I I'd also forget.
5: I mean, there are lots of shots of her, like where you see everybody else talking around her, and she's just stays like you know, mile mile long stare or whatever. Uh, I don't thousand yard stare. Sorry, yeah, a yeah, mile. yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of what what what. I, I can't, I'm racking my brain. She just like went and opened up an issue of Tiger Beat and saw Leonardo DiCaprio on the like, cover. Oh, right, he is kind of a big deal. He's right He's kind now. of a
3: big deal. I mean,
5: I I don't know. I,
3: I don't want it to look like a status play, but.
5: Uh, so but then then for whatever reason he's standing on the bow again, his favorite spot, and she comes up and is like I changed my mind. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I don't know. I'm
2: try, I'm reading the script right now. Oh
3: boy.
5: Oh my god. That take
3: forever, David.
5: Okay, so we should talk a little bit about I'm flying, Jack. I'm flying because it is so. Um, it is one of the the legacy, yeah. scenes of this movie. Uh. I also feel like
2: like a part of why- Oh, no, it's- Right. I remembered it. Okay. And I'm glad I looked at the script. And by the way, I just put Control-F gym. There is a previous scene that they cut in which someone explains the gym and is like, here is the gym. Oh. We have all the machines. No, she goes to lunch with her mother. Her mother's like blathering on about, oh, the invitations we had to send them back. And she, sees, oh, she the sees the little girl, girl. Yep, who's being right. made to sit upright and like yep. put her napkin in her lap properly and all that and then she like gives her that. that's the thousand yard stare. Yeah. And uh that's and right. that's when it clicks for her and then she uh
5: also I watched it was in that scene and I wrote it down because there is some kind of crappy CGI in that scene, in the background. And I think you see it throughout a little bit. Sometimes they do these sort of weird, foggy-looking animations of people in the background. Oh, like walking in the
3: background? There's one in particular. There's one moment that stands out to me, but I'll get to that when we get to that. Yeah. Uh, What I was going to say about the Jack and Flying moment is, like, I think there was a bit of a struggle for me to, like, accept this movie because by the time I had seen it, I had already, like, digested most of the movie through osmosis, like in pop culture. Yeah. Where, like, there were so many different elements of this film that were parodied rather than like a lot of famous movies. It's like one scene or one Mm -hmm. line or one Mm -hmm. image. And it was, like, every part of this movie became iconic and even, like, supporting characters. Sure. And I remember, like, SNL doing, like, well, this sketch is just a parody of the Bill Paxton stuff. Right. And right. this sketch is right. just a parody of, like, the flying moment or whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. So, like, watching it for the first time, like, eight years after it had come out or whatever, it was kind of like a checklist of, like, okay, there's that thing I know. There's that thing I know. Yeah. You were a and little so, out of it. Yeah. And, like, when I watch it now and I've, like, you know, come to, like, be able to watch the movie for what it is, um... None of that sticks out to me other than the flying moment. Hmm. Like when I watched that, just because that moment became such a visual signifier and then everyone fucking repeated it and everything for like five years. It always takes me out of the movie to no fault of the movie's own where I'm just like, oh, here's that thing. Here's that thing they got to get to.
2: I'm not going to do it because we don't have enough time, but I wish I could read you Cameron's like stage directions essentially for the flying scene. It is. Some goofy shit.
3: Can you read a little bit? No.
2: A um, little bit. But there is this, yeah.
3: Give me one sentence.
5: I mean, I do find it to be romantic.
2: I think so, too. I think I it's think a lovely it's scene.
5: I think it's very romantic. Yeah. It's I mean, just, it is silly tough. as hell. It's tough because like it's dolphins. been. I dolphins. I think the. Well, yeah. yeah. I think the only thing is that she, it's It's at this point in the movie, she said Jack so many times.
1: Yeah. She does say Jack a And while. I think, and I forget who that,
5: it is. Somebody, I think Jezebel maybe did like a, a countdown of who says each other's name more mm-hmm. in the movie. And I think he actually says Rose more. Because
2: by the time the ship is sinking, all they're really doing is yeah. barking each other's names. At each yeah. other. All right, all right, here's the one little line I'll read Jack and the ship seem to merge into one force of power and optimism, lifting her. Booing her forward on a magical journey, soaring onward into the night, into a night without fear.
3: That actually sounds like erotic fanfiction, right? That do- that sounds <laughs> so like someone wrote that. on She's there.
5: kissing the ship. Yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. Is Jack fucking so, a portal? That is, What's I, going on here? We
2: should know. That is when you have that dissolve merging. You have yeah. the dissolve of it back to the wreck, and you yeah. do cut back to Gloria Stewart. And that's the
3: first time since the beginning. I we've think gone back so. To, yeah, there I might think. have been one cut. But in that's early, what feels and that's like she the says, halfway point. Also, that, right? Because she right. says
2: that that's the last night. Uh, yeah. That's the last time Titanic, Titanic
3: saw the sun. So yeah, maybe yeah. that's where we should end part two of our Titanic three-parter.
5: Up, <laughs> um. So at that point, what? Okay. So they go back to
2: pretty to, quickly. To, to she's crew. like, "Yo, paint me without my clothes on." Yeah. Because <laughs> they're at dinner. Have to pop me she... like one of
3: your cast girls.
5: No, no, they're not at dinner.
2: No, I'm saying like the others are at dinner. They're yes. not at dinner. Oh,
0: this right,
3: is,
5: right. Emily wanted, wanted to make thing this I clear this time. It's very true. I think very important. Okay. Jack and Rose skip dinner.
3: Okay, Ben's walked into the room. And he- <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right.
3: Okay. Okay. Ben right. has walked into the room. He's put on headphones before saying anything. <laughs> no. He handed me a drawing of me naked wearing the heart <laughs> of the really? ocean. This is supposed to be me or you?
1: That's you, baby. Yeah, that's what I thought. The glasses
3: are a little round, but other than that, Turn I think around, the please. likeness is really <laughs> <laughs> so we'll post this online. It's pretty good. But this wow. is the attention to detail in the hand. Yeah. Look at his use of color. <laughs> oh. I'll say this. Shadow work too
1: is really on point. <laughs> I'll say this, and I'm
3: a little embarrassed to admit this. He got his my, my chest hair almost exactly right. Because wow. it's like just six isolated <laughs> why, strands. Why
2: do your eyes look like bug alien eyes?
3: Well, because you know, I'm trying to lost. look like a French girl. I'm trying to give the alluring kind of come All right. hither. All right. You you're, know? So, you're so keyed to I I your get life b- spirit. Yeah, it's the moment right before Jack says, like, relax your face. <laughs> yeah. He's catching me at my least relax. I'm yeah. stressed out. I'm like, oh, fuck God. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, my um,
5: I
2: want to get back to Emily's point because it is very true. They do not eat dinner. They don't
5: eat dinner. Okay, but can I- the, This ma- happens, and, and also at this point- 100 comedy
3: points to Ben. Go on. <laughs> okay,
5: okay, great. Uh, at this point, uh, because it is the last night of the Titanic- <laughs> Yep. You can start to count down hours pretty, like,
3: sure, yeah. like
5: realistically. And so it's like, oh, how do they have time to do all this stuff before the, they hit the iceberg? Well, they didn't go to dinner, mm-hmm. they skipped out on that, and they skipped out on all that important nourishment. Um, that's what I was
3: gonna say, can you imagine running around that ship on an empty stomach?
5: Later yeah, yeah, on an empty stomach.
2: They, they like are trudging through water, yeah. they're climbing up the ship, yeah.
3: like they must be so hungry. Axing handcuffs. Wouldn't
5: it be yeah. it's like the thing, you know, the famous thing about the, the, the cook who survived even though he went into the water because he was drunk. Uh oh, so he and was like
2: warmed up. He was warmed is up. Is he supposed he to was... be the guy who's at the top of the ship with him at the end? I who kind of looks like Chef Boyardee? Yeah. Yeah.
5: yeah. He's and so that was like the 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 I don't know if it's that much of an urban legend or if it's real, but that was supposed to be like
2: I'm looking at the final meal that they missed out on. Guys, do you want to hear? Yeah, oysters on the half shell. Okay. You had two soups, uh, like a nice beef, a beef soup, yeah, a beef? And, <laughs> a, and a and a barley cream cream of barley soup. Huh. A cold asparagus salad.
5: Ugh. God, all the food looks so bad.
2: Filet mignon. Okay. Uh, with chicken. Uh, What?
3: Where? In relation to the filet? Inside? Next to. (laughs) Uh, So it's like a turf and turf? I guess so. Uh, And then
2: lamb with mint sauce or duck with applesauce. Three meats? Yeah, or sirloin of beef with red wine. Get the fuck out of here. And then some kind of uh, punch. Oh,
5: it looks like a sherbet or something. Yeah, this was a palate palate cleanser.
2: cleanser. Then roasted squab. Then poached salmon. salmon? Then pate, which you would kind of think earlier, but I guess back then they did. And then something called Waldorf pudding, which is uh, raisins and apples.
5: That's so much stuff.
2: I would have just gone back to my room, eating a Cliff Bar. Even second class had a decent dinner.
5: Um, Okay, so they missed out on all that, and I think that's very key. Um, (laughs) That also is like why they had so much time, why everybody was distracted. That's
2: why they have time to propose a nude sketch, do the nude sketch. Have sex in their car, yeah. like do all this stuff, right?
3: And they had about one meal's worth of sex, I would say. I was trying to time it when I was watching at this time, but I was they like, "That's exert about three courses." So hard, yeah. That's dessert included, I think. Yeah. So yeah, uh,
2: yeah, sure, go ahead. So
5: yeah. anyway. That's my theory. That's my new observation. Oh, good. Well, I am always kind of conscious of, like, in movies when people don't Don't do a lot of stuff. Absolutely. Or,
2: like, how Jack never went to the bathroom on 24 and it started to get, like, kind of alarming. (laughs) (laughs) He's just really constipated. (laughs) Uh,
3: He takes a modium at the beginning of every day. Uh, I just want to point out, Ben walked into this room, handed me the picture, put put on on headphones, headphones. and then grabbed Katie Rich's book and just read through it for (laughs) a Well, it's interesting. Are you going to stick with us, Ben? Our levels well, are good. I, everything's good. Okay.
1: I I just wanted to give the drawing. Oh, of course. And then I'll come back because I have stuff to talk about when it comes to the band. Okay. All oh, right. Okay. So Ben's We're leaving. We're a little head. Anyway, that's just a fun thing. You sound a little drunk, Ben. I'm getting sick. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Ben. That
2: is it. Wow. All right. So. Bye. Let's talk about the drawing scene. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I want you to draw me like one of your French girls.
3: Yeah. I can't remember if I asked you this on the podcast or or off the podcast, but is this the last uh, PG 13 movie to have boobs in it? Yeah. I have no idea. Oh, something's got to give.
5: There's, it's a time Hmm? limit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Something's got to give. There's, you can like show
2: like three seconds or whatever. And it has
5: to be non erotic. It's It's considered brief nudity. Yeah.
2: you You can like have like a flash, but you can't have like nudity in sex right, right it has to be a
3: non-erotic context and also it's interesting that like most of the shots of her naked you only can see one out of the two boobs which i wonder if that was some kind of thing right with it's the like way partial it's framed. brief nudity right. yeah
5: instead of uh yeah instead of anything that could be called partial frontal
3: i, I don't know i remember like a uh, like amongst the boys in my grade at the time, that made this movie a big deal because it was like when it's you, the PG thirteen movie oh, where yeah. you can see I one mean, boob.
2: This was certainly the first film I saw in a cinema with nudity in it. I can't, I can't think of it now, right. I don't know if this is true. Fifth for Fifth Element. You guys. Oh yeah, but I didn't see that in theaters. Oh, okay. Mm, uh,
5: Something has got to give. Is the only one I can think of. Um,
2: when you Google this, mostly it's uh, f- fearful parents trying yeah. to make sure their kids don't see boobs. I mean,
5: who who could imagine? Yeah.
2: Uh, anyway, but uh, what do we think of the drawing scene, guys? A fairly okay. iconic scene. That's fun. I like the way the well, score drops out and it becomes the piano.
5: Yeah. I wanna I wanna say I think that it is pretty progressive on the part of of Jimmy C to uh, do a. Uh, I think. Well, no, wait. Yeah, Terminator was R. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah. So oh, like, yeah. this I, is I believe I, his first. Is True Lies a PG thirteen? I want to
3: say that's R, but maybe I'm wrong. I about think
5: that. nowadays you would have a movie like Terminator 2 mm-hmm. uh, or Terminator or First Terminator that was very action oriented, lots of violence, lots no, of shooting an and arm. stuff, oh, and that no. would be the thing that you could sneak into PG-13. But sure. something like Titanic that has a, a sex scene and it has a nude scene and everything that would be the thing that got bumped to R. Uh-huh. I think it's good and interesting that the thing that maybe, like I, I don't know, it's just like. Yeah. Humanizing violence over sex. Right. He did in the opposite. He the did MPAA. the yeah. maybe
3: correct progressive. Which time.
5: I think is good. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Um, according to what I'm reading, there are some of the later movies to have had uh breasts in them. Supernova, uh, with Robin Tunney. Okay. Uh, and Across the Universe has some oh, nudity yeah. in Yeah. Yeah. Those are PG 13s. Yeah. That's also
3: we, a similar movie where you only see one boob. One another movie
2: which I remember seeing with nudity in it. Fifth yeah. element's a good one, is also um uh Nell. Oh yeah, which also hmm. has kind of non-sexual nudity.
3: Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'll tell you, the the someone's got to give one always kind of like bum me out because it felt like they gave it a PG 7 R because she was old. Like it always felt like the kind of like implication. Oh, sure was, that it like, was like non-threatening. It's nudity non-sexual or because she's an older yeah, lady. I get you because that seems like a little more like prolonged and pronounced.
2: But it's again, it's it's, it's a it's goofy a, scene. It's brief and they cut. Yeah, and, and she wh- goes, oh. <laughs> yeah. So I don't. know. Did this scene have a huge impact on people? I almost feel yes. like it's- Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hi oh, Emily. Yeah. Definitely. Hi. Yeah.
5: Sorry, my lips are super trapped.
2: No, it's, it's understandable. Because um, I definitely I guess I was I don't remember coming out of there being thinking like top five moments. Number one, like make a drawing. Yeah. Well
5: it was it was a thing that was like I mean, I remember very clearly there was an article in like the newspaper, the local the newspaper, newspaper. The newspaper. Wow. The newspaper. The newspaper. I and that was about like, oh is like Titanic is very popular among tweens, but is it too raunchy? For sure, them? sure. And so there was like this cartoon of like, it was like I remember it was like Leonardo DiCaprio with a bar of soap in his mouth and was like bubbling, and, oh and then my like God. And then like Kate Winslet like like but like the clouds of smoke from the smokestacks of the Titanic were like covering her. Sure. And it was like Boy. Very, it, and it was like oh this this is the raunchy new movie all the kids are into and it was like. Okay. I mean, it was for sure the first time I ever saw nudity
0: in
2: I think so, for sure. I, I, I don't even think in like a home rental or whatever I'd
3: seen nudity but I've seen yes. rated
5: R movies but not ones with Me too. uh not ones with nudity
3: in them. See, I think yeah. my first was Shakespeare in Love the following year. Sure. And I remember that being a big deal where it was like, "Oh my god, I'm going to get to see a movie with nudity because it's about Shakespeare." Well, right. Like, well, that that felt like a And glue. that's the
2: movie that is kind of ridiculous um, because that it's rated R. It's only rated R because you see, yeah. because of the nudity. There's no real swearing or right. anything right. else in the movie that's particularly
3: objectionable. It's in like a prelude to a sex scene. It's like the scene of them undressing, but they, there's not actually a scene of them having sex, you know? Mm. As so, I remember, I, there, I have not seen it since that day. I think, right. yeah. Because she's unbinding. Yeah, I remember that's a very that. Cool I remember scene. the unbinding. You see her
2: naked more. I uh, remember the
3: unbinding, her. and then I remember her waking up in bed next to no, him.
2: No, but in between, you cut to Imelda Staunton sitting outside. Remember? Oh yeah. Is that she's all freaked out because she's yeah. like, "Oh, this oh. isn't good." Yeah. yeah. Uh. Anyway, Titanic.
3: Oh right, Titanic. Titanic. Podcastic. So she's.
2: I mean, she, I. I. I, also, we should note the movie's one f bomb is spoken by uh, Beardo.
5: Right, it's like I a like. total throwaway.
2: He's got the you know thing in his h- fucking hands.
3: I'm sorry, God, his, his hands. It's just yeah.
5: totally just what we just did with Charlie. Where he's
3: mad at Ismay for wanting to go fast. That's when he's. That is a good. I mean. I give Jim two comedy points for the drawing scene and then it cuts back to everyone. Like it fades from oh, her eyes Oh, it's a great cutback. to old Gloria Foster's eyes. Yeah, you morph eyes. her eye into wrinkle Oh yeah, eye. Right. it's
5: not just a fade too. It's like an actual... It's a
3: it's morph. A morph. It's, it's a transform. A, yeah. And then it cuts to all of them on the edge of their seats. And they're just like this. Yeah. You know,
2: they've got their uh, chins in their palms. And, and then
3: they're like, so, I mean, did you... Was, uh, and she's like, no, he
2: was uh, a gentleman. Jack
3: was a perfect gentleman always. And then we went into a car and we fucked <laughs> so hard that it's... Up we, the window. we went five decks down <laughs> yeah. into the cargo area, which must have been freezing.
5: Yeah, yeah. I was
2: thinking
3: about that, so maybe that's where all the maybe steam that's why comes the steam because even just a relative amount. Of I heat, don't
5: think it would take that much to steam up a car, even if it wasn't cold. But when they
3: cut inside, they're so sweaty too, <laughs>
2: Emily. Yeah, I just said that with such definitive. We're just gonna move right through that.
5: Um. No, I want to talk about the car, though. That's my other thing I text. I've, yes. I've been texting really annoyingly to to, to, to it, That's
2: crazy. I, I, I love texting with Emily, my good pal. <laughs>
5: um, I think maybe Cameron is trying to infer mm-hmm. that they are the first teen's have sex in a car oh, fuck in a car i
3: mean how oh, old is great the, american I tradition love that i mean like oh, when is the car Jim. invented like eight years earlier like, yeah. maybe, like they were still figuring out things you could do in it
5: yep oh, yep. oh, oh i mean Emily. it's like the first time both of them probably Four ever years. came in contact oh. with a car i think she rode oh, in on a car that's true but when would she have had an opportunity
2: yeah
3: like to, to bang in a car, she's a yeah. seventeen year old,
2: yeah. uh, you know, yes. woman of uh, high birth. When yeah. one doubts she has, this is a
3: great point. Is that like the the having sex in cars culture becomes a thing when teenagers are allowed to drive by themselves? Yes. Oh, it's like the rebel without a cause right. days. Yeah, whether you have your own car, you're able to take out your parents' yep. car. Back then, like a car was such a prime piece no. of property. Yeah, and, and like a guy needed to like walk in front of it with a flag or whatever. right? right?
2: Like it was like completely.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, like even if your parents <laughs> had a car, you couldn't be like, hey, can I take it out for a quick spin? <laughs> well, cause, yeah, yeah. Cause yeah. Cause we, we have to call the mayor. We have train. to tell him you're going to take it out.
5: Oh, wait, I want to look up the car because the car is real. That's a real thing. There I'm was sure. one car on board. I- you can go into the car and turn on the lights in Titanic yeah. Adventure Out of Time. That's pretty
3: cool. And uh, it's also he- real. It's real that when they found the car on the bottom of the ocean, it was filled with come oh. everyone Griffin, in car.
2: Griffin, it's not good
3: even though ocean couldn't wipe out but the that i,
2: I want to say just to talk right over that uh the you i like car i like that he shows you the car being loaded on at the beginning of the movie yeah. you see it on the crane yeah i know you're trying to think and about then
3: they it cut to a guy going oh, i should hope no come gets in that car <laughs> all, right, all, right, all right i just upholstered it
2: well Again, I should say, Emily really started this all off by talking about Rose's STDs. Thank you.
3: I wasn't the dirty boy Sorry. for once. No, okay. For once, right. I wasn't a little stinker. Now,
2: I will say, when I was a teenager, yeah. I was someone who was fairly unabashedly into the movie, even though it was very uncool for me to be into the movie, uh-huh. certainly among most of the people I knew. Certainly among the boys I knew, I guess. Okay. Not to be binary about this, but, you know, teenagers are
3: often binary it's, it's without real, even... Yeah. 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 And at um, McDonald's, boys get Hot Wheels and girls get Barbies. Sure. Um, that's but, what McDonald's uh, were even I could McDonald's not McDonald's goes so goes the nation right Griffin
2: even I at like age 14 could not take it on board uh, the sex scene I thought it was so stupid like and I didn't even know what what was supposed to happen in there yeah. but like the shot of her putting her hand up it's on the it's really lot, silly I was like wait what are the logistics why would she put her hand up on the like I'm it's so dramatic. <laughs> no,
3: I it's don't so know. So dramatic, and then when they cut inside, they're both sweating so they're, they're much. Like, like, they don't have covered.
5: the car, It's closed. I know. It's closed. It is just, closed. There's no, ba- there's and, no AC, and, yeah. and also
3: there's no
2: AC. And also, that is leather. Like, yeah. You know, that's a warm. That's a, so, you know, yeah,
5: maybe crack a
3: window. Cool.
2: I'm enough. telling
5: you, he gets really damp in this movie. It's again.
2: a damp. That's <laughs> when he was, starts getting wet. Is that? Scene. It would just be funny if then we saw Kate Winslet like getting up, and we just heard like, <laughs>
5: and she
2: like lifted from the leather.
5: Um. Yeah, no, I, th- I think that was widely parodied, right? Also, that was very widely hand.
2: parodied, and it was, yeah. yeah.
5: Also, hand. but also just like, I mean, the thing that I do like that is sort of realistic about this, <laughs> It's just the, put your hands on me, Jack.
2: Oh, yeah. And he and, and you know what he does? He grabs he her boob. Yeah, he goes straight for <laughs> and the she's boob. Fucking, you know, he's fucking, 17 like, years old. Yeah. What else is supposed to do? That yeah. that's that's feels actually, very young. Yes, it's yeah. a well-observed I moment. Yeah. Um, I do she think- basically takes his hand and puts
3: it on her boob. Yeah, yeah like, yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's a, ugh, come on, Jack. The, the, here, on the boob. <laughs> this is the word that I meant. Don't touch you my nose. You literally drew this in charcoal. Yeah. Right. Come on, Jack. Why, why are you rubbing my ear? Hand on boob, please. Um, I do think it's interesting that like the the hand on the window uh, moment mm-hmm. is sort of like a reappropriation of like a classic horror iconography. Yeah, yeah. Like, sure, that sure. shot is like the victim trying to get yeah, out and yeah. the blood on mm-hmm. the hand. Because it even has the and like sort of smearing yeah. of right. the fog on the window. Well, the funny thing is like it actually serves a plot purpose because that's what the guys searching
2: for them then see. Right. They yeah. see the imprint.
3: Which is why I think he did it, but it also is like I think there's sort of because that is so coded in our minds of like that's the last thing the victim does when they're trying to get out is you see the hand running across the thing. But then they'd be
5: looking for him for murder. Right. Well, you know.
3: (laughs) But I also think when the actual imprint is made, we as the audience like go like ooh, because it's like we've never seen that handprint and had it be a good thing. Like oh, looks like some killer sex going on there, (laughs) or like someone's dying. All right. All right. But what you don't want to talk about sex more?
2: Uh, if, I'm That's not my problem. More like we gotta go to okay. the sinking of the ship. Iceberg. We gotta get uh-huh. to the iceberg. Iceberg. So, so, so it so happens right is, after this. This yes, is the
5: scene. They come out on the deck, noodling. and, and yep. then these foolhardy guys. They're very the, cute.
2: I like those guys. Yeah, yeah,
5: they're like, oh, check it out, it's kissing. Hey, yeah. check it out, it's kissing. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh. And then they're like, he's like, oh, they sure look warmer than us. And he's like, well, that's what it takes to be
3: warm. And like, no homo over here <laughs> yeah, up in like, the crow's bah. nest. Yeah. <laughs> And then just like that, James Cameron's like, this is why you shouldn't be homophobic. That's the lesson. If these guys were a little more progressive,
5: oh my God. they would have seen that iceberg. They spent 15 oh minutes boy. explaining that they
3: weren't gay and they missed the iceberg. That's my theory, Emily. You think but it's a reflection good. Good. of the sky. <laughs> I think it's the patriarchy and heteronormative behavior. All right. So, uh, this they, is my favorite sequence in the movie.
5: They hit the iceberg.
2: Uh, which is the whole way this, he communicates, and it's kind of what Katie wanted us to talk about, mm-hmm. that way where it's like they see the iceberg, they ring. You cut down to the to the uh, deck where, it, I believe you mentioned it off, Mike, or did you mention it on where he goes like, Hello? And oh like, yes. My smoke right here. Like, like, thank, thank you. you.
5: <laughs> it's great. Protocol.
2: And then so that you know, they go to full and you see the end you cut down yeah. to the, the, the turbine room and you see that guy go to full and start like moving the shit. Then you cut down to the coal room, see them like putting the coal back in, and then you go back up. Here's see the, th- the turbines moving. It's so perfect. But here's
5: the thing. All this stuff could have been boring, even if it was shot really excitingly. Sure. Except at this point. We've spent some time on the ship and we don't want it to to sink. I hope, I hope, I want to know every single way we've seen the coal room. We've seen
3: the turbine room. That's a beautiful touch when they run through the coal room and it's like, you're not supposed to be down here when they're just trying to get away. And it's like, At the time, it just feels like, oh, here's another little slice of the thing. But it's like, no, but later you're going to need to know the coal room. Mm-hmm. You're going to need to yeah. understand the layout and just, of it. I
0: think
2: especially to a modern audience, the idea that the whole, the only way the fucking ship worked was that you had all these people in the bowels just shoveling yeah. coal 24 hours a day, which yeah. is crazy. Yeah. yeah. They were well paid, too, but they, yeah. they would kill themselves all the time, oh, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> it was
5: it's a horrible and, job. And,
2: but then- I just love that. And then I mean the fact that he built that real turbine room and I assumed like some of it is embellished with CGI, but the sight of the oh, turbines God. like shuddering Trying to a halt to yeah. reverse. And then going backwards. Just the idea of he really
3: wants you to understand how they tried to avoid Sh- yeah well, and that's like you know this was the most expensive movie ever made at that point in time and a lot of it was the sets and how yeah, big absolutely. the sets were yes. and there's some digital trickery in terms of expanding them a little bit well, and victor garber demanded 40 million and Right, got that it. was a big <laughs> thing yeah and also asked them to cgi him he was the first mocap Yeah, totally a hologram yeah. right yeah. uh which was they just figured out david morris this was right after context so no, then they i'm could not do. i'm not returning to that bit. i'm returning to that bit we have to return to titanic uh-huh. um but uh and you know, there's some digital stitching together of like, oh, here are two sets that we're gonna make seamless into one thing, you know, mm-hmm. in the shot that then combines them, whatever. But um Cameron has often said, like, today if he made the movie, he wouldn't have built that much of the ship. He would have sure. made it digitally. Right. And it's just like what a fucking loss this would be. Yeah. Like you oh, look yeah. at these sets and they're That's what's so incredible. I mean, I mean, we'll get to it, but the, the boat breaking, it's a yeah. real oh, boat. Yeah. He built the real thing, they broke it. It's crazy. And it counts because the two hours leading up to that, you're like, God, this set's unbelievable. Right. So that when the boat breaks, you feel as bad about the set breaking. Oh,
5: it was all so (laughs) pretty. Right.
3: It's like, you just built this stuff. It's the the paint. You can still smell the fresh paint. Oh, my God. All this china. You had an art grip, an art PA had to go out and buy all the china. Uh, Yeah. Sorry, we're, we're fucked we're, up. I said art grip. I you, should have said RPA first. Mangled. Um,
5: so, uh, so the boat starts sinking. It's this just is bad the, news. It's just bad news. It just sucks. It's just. It's just so good. It's
2: this
3: part most of the visceral, movie. Visceral, muscular. I, kn- kinda, I know it's like, hacky. Disaster to, filmmaking. Yeah,
2: I know it's hacky to say that the last hour is the best hour of Titanic. And it's of course, so it wouldn't be like you guys point out yeah. if they hadn't built up. The geography of the boat and like you the know, emotional
3: stakes of everyone on the boat yeah. And, yeah but I mean don't
2: you guys like it it's oh cool. well yeah well That's I mean good, right? it's incredible
5: <laughs> it's that weird foreboding thing where it's like oh the first class people are like oh I guess I, I guess they're making us put on our life jackets How oh weird. I love that yes. and meanwhile downstairs there's panic and right, total the rats chaos are yeah. running
2: out yeah, like,
3: yeah yeah well and this is you know it is very harrowing I mean this whole section of the movie because it's about when sort of like civility goes out the window mm-hmm. and you know these sort of like class all, structures are still there but it well, you know, also, yeah, the idea that the
2: water literally takes the steerage first, though, right, is yeah. such a clear metaphor yeah. for what he's saying. This is a movie that's metaphors are very broad and very clear, but that right. doesn't mean they're any less like. I don't uh, think you're act-
5: supposed to say the word steerage anymore. Oh wow, sorry. <laughs> am
2: I? Am I? Uh, you're uh, supposed uh, to say steerage,
3: American. <laughs>
2: Uh, but they say steerage so much time in so many times in this movie. Yeah, it's
5: like it's like because uh, it was it's meant to be uh, derogatory. Really?
2: Yeah. Oh, because you're like a cow. Yeah. Right. Oh. I just figured out what's that's
5: steerage why means. Rose's mom is like, oh, how are, how are the accommodations in steerage? Yeah, she's I mean, like, look,
2: she's not being very nice. Yeah, fine. she says that. Um, um, I
3: was just gonna say, this is like the section of the movie where really like the chips are down and you see how. Like ruthless people can be to each other, you know. If you remove like the the context of like polite society and all of that amongst classes, and it's like harrowing. And there's one clip I asked Ben to pull that for me, like encapsulates like how scary this movie gets and sort of like a moral horror movie. Mm-hmm. So Ben, could sure. you play that clip?
0: Pow!
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh. Someone said lock the gate. I
5: just sank my ship. <laughs> Wait, somebody said lock the gate.
2: You could hear it. I heard it. I
5: didn't hear it. <laughs> Is
3: that the bit you were setting up? Pow! <laughs> so who were your ships growing up? <laughs> what were you, the Queen Victoria what were
5: you?
3: <laughs> QE2. Yeah. I used to work the door at the QE2. <laughs> uh, great job. On, thank thank you. you, Griffin. I did thank a lot you. of setup on that bit. Ben and I had to what? go through, find that the was... clip. Earmark market was- <laughs> convert it. That was fantastic. pal. A lot of gates being locked. We should note. Yeah. And a lot of drama in the last chunk of this movie uh, stems from trying to unlock the gates, which is hard. <laughs> which is hard to do. Much harder than locking the gates. Uh, you need but- a team,
5: you need a lot of guys.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Lock the gates! <laughs>
2: <laughs> it, is, it is amazing how many action scenes he gets out of a boat sinking you know what I mean because the movie is just like now it's just small set piece after small set piece like going around the ship like diamond cut yeah because like like they're. I'm yeah. trying to think of something. Even just,
5: even just trying to, when she goes to find Jack and she has to chop him out of his, his of that. Yeah. handcuffs, it's, that is in, in its own, like, that's just, like, a
4: weird piece
3: of cringy tension. It's good, like, small-scale, little intimate, like, struggle, and then it also the, sets them back on the clock, so right. now they have, like, yeah. you know, they're up against.
2: But it's also, it has that brilliant detail of, uh, him being like take a practice swing and she hits it so yeah, like, take yeah. another one
3: and she's way off and he's like yeah. alright let's, right, let's do this. it <laughs> hit the same spot and she misses yeah, yeah and right. there
2: is that magic of like even though I remember in the theater still to this day I remember being kind of tense about that scene You know, obviously you know she's not like gonna hack his right. arm off
5: right. that would be kind of amazing though I mean because yeah, she, she
3: could just, still like get out if yeah. she just like buried it in his shoulder <laughs> <laughs> that scene is always the one that makes me the most tense while watching this yeah, yeah. it's, it's just so seen. contained like yeah. yeah and
2: Lovejoy's such a dick I love him sitting so, at the table and rolling the bullet down and being like, you know,
3: I think his ship's
2: gonna sink. God damn See Spicer you later. Love Punch. I yeah
5: yeah. I mean, I just can't stop thinking through the, the entire last hour about how cold the water is. That is the thing. I know that is like the unspoken <laughs> thing running throughout it that makes it tense it's because you're just like oh it would feel like knives
2: right like, and there it is horrible. that one great moment where because Jack hasn't been in the water yet because he's been handcuffed and then yeah. he she frees him and he gets in it. he immediately goes
3: Jesus that's cold yeah. Jesus yeah. which is great they also like the film shifts to like a very blue color palette yep. after mm-hmm. being like gold for and most of the movie Kate and- Winslet's skin shifts to a very yes. blue color palette Yeah, we should
2: mention that Jim Cameron beat the shit out of her with this movie I mean like she was almost drowned like she almost got hypothermia can
5: I all those shots
2: of her being like swept along hallways like oh, yeah. by the water,
3: like they're the
5: chasing in the when it's flooding in the hallway and it's up to like a foot from the sea. Yes. That is like my nightmare. Oh, that, that's God. bad, yeah.
3: Can I say something really creepy? No. And every time I watch this movie I have no. the same God. thought and I'm like, oh fuck. What? I my crush on Kate Winslet grows the more hypothermic she gets oh, in this that's movie. That's bizarre. It's very right?
2: strange.
3: That is weird, right? Yes. Like the more like cold and pale.
5: Well, I, I mean, mean, the more she looks like she's in, like, a Nine Inch Nails music video.
0: <laughs>
2: that's like, that's,
5: yes, that's the thing. Tie. It's very, it's very yeah. 90s It is very 90s. Right. She does get more 90s and goth.
3: Yeah. Uh, uh, and sort of
2: wayfish and, yeah. 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 Okay, well, well, good for you. Well, we have you. that out of the way. That's yeah. now
3: on the record. Ben is oh, storming around. Oh, he's oh. walking back in. Okay, Ben. <laughs> Walks in with a sigh immediately. with okay, like a <laughs> hunchback. A heavy sigh. <laughs>
2: What do you want to talk about, Benny? <laughs> I'll you here? Talk about the band. Okay, talk about the
5: uh, band. We're at that part,
1: and yeah. I I want to just add my two cents. So I I've, love I've, the band. The I'm band is
5: the band. only thing that makes me cry now.
1: Oh, oh, really, it really uh, works for me too. So yeah. do you not like the band? I that was like the thing that I was always like I would get caught up thinking about it. I was right. a band kid, right? And I was like, well, what was your instrument? It's a quartet. It's not a band. It's well, the string quartet. Wow. You guys have a real
5: rivalry. Yeah. On a wow. macro level, it's, it's violins. It's violinists. Uh, it's a
3: cellist. And there's <laughs> a cellist. Quartet. quartet. It's a string quartet. Yeah, yeah. Two, yeah. Two it's a
5: two thing. violinists, a viola, and yeah. right. a cello.
1: Was there not a French horn? No. <laughs> what was your <laughs> was, instrument? He's so
5: horrible. <laughs> <If> you're like, crying <laughs> <laughs> for your life. <laughs> <laughs> and then this French <laughs> horn, this mournful French horn, oh. pierces through the night air. There's just one guy
2: with the tuba who just goes straight to the bottom. All right, all right. Well, what was your band? I want to know what your instrument was. trumpet. In band. Ah, of course. Okay. Yeah. All right, so you were obsessed with the, the quartet. Well, I just. I would Play always. Play songs like, that they
1: were supposedly playing on the I get the, the night captain yeah. going down with the ship. Sure. I get the poor people sinking with the ship. <laughs> yeah, fuck <laughs> yeah, Who cares? All that shit makes sense to me. Right. If you're in the fucking band, all right, like, you don't get paid that much. Yeah. Like, all right, sure, you're the captain, second in charge. You're a fucking uh, second or fourth chair violin player. You're telling me to be like, well, I love music and
3: I'm gonna die (laughs) in a cold grave. Fuck that shit. And the worst part is they had just signed a record deal when (laughs) they got back to America. They had a 15 album deal. They did. Interscope. That is true. Sorry, I, I broke I the
1: jam. I broke the momentum of this. So thing we're at an hour and well twenty ours. minutes. Well, <laughs> what, but
5: I will say, I mean, I'm glad you brought it up, even though we're a little ahead of it. But I will say, <laughs> <laughs> the line,
3: good
2: shade, good shade. Yeah, the-
3: Emily <laughs> and Ben
2: are punching <laughs> each other. I feel in like the Emily and right. Ben had an awkward interaction in Speed Racers. Well, I like, it. I like
1: the rivalry. What yeah, yeah, really? I think so? I can't remember.
5: No, maybe not. I don't know. Well, anytime so.
1: you're here, Emily, I can't talk on the mic.
5: Oh. oh, because every time I'm here, there's four people here. We've well, never next actually. Time, no,
1: no, no, you were the only oh, of on, course, on podcast reawakens. Podcast reawakens. us this. Maybe because I get to pick a movie. Okay. Do you want to be my guest? I never get to bring a guest.
3: Yeah, uh, sure. You're inviting Emily to be on the next Ben's Choice. It's yeah. a good call. I want to oh.
5: know that I'm. I actually am looking forward to this because I'm pretty sure whatever you pick is a movie I haven't seen, so I'll have to watch it for the first yeah. time because I had not seen Fletch and I hadn't seen what was the other one. Under siege
2: to dark territory.
5: Yes, oh. I hadn't seen that. But if you do The Man Who Knew Too Little, I do know that movie and oh, I would yeah. I would definitely watch it. So oh.
3: for the listener at home, it seems like the potential fight is dissipated. Bruiser Yoshida is rolling her sleeves back <laughs> down. <laughs> ben has removed his brass knuckles. It yeah, seems the fight has been put off for but one more day. Emily wait, but, but wanted I wanted say to say
5: that I think the thing that makes me like <laughs> the least misty in that scene is just the is the uh like whatever he says, the the, the, the violinist, the gentleman, violinist. It's, been a gentleman a it's been a pleasure. Gentlemen it's been a pleasure. Like like, oh man, yeah. like that's that's think- like life. That's that, great.
2: That I think that's great and then of course they play nearer oh, my god to the and like you get the montage yeah. of
5: all the victims. Oh and they all get come back. Here, I I'm they're like, they're like
1: "Gentlemen, it's been a pleasure." Drop violin. Jumps <laughs> into lifeboat. To lifeboat.
5: <laughs> well, no, the thing is they're all walking away and then and then he starts to play by himself. Oh, this is the other thing. This gets me in anything when somebody starts playing something musically and then other people walk up and start joining in. That no matter the context almost always gets me yeah.
3: in my heart. The end of a bad heart muscle. When Hugh Grant comes on stage and plays killing him softly with Nicholas Hall, it's a good scene.
5: Oh I don't even remember that. Oh, I was thinking of that. So good the scene. the interesting the interesting good. sorry.
3: No it's fine. Apology <laughs> accepted.
5: Just I I'm just bruising with my
3: Oh God! She just punched oh, me. This is under a the table. really good drawing, though. It's a really nice good drawing. drawing. We'll post. I mean, we just shouldn't talk about it too much because the listeners at home can't see it right now. Ben's okay. looking at it, and shaking his head in disbelief. So, so
5: there are many little vignettes <laughs> and drawing. scenes as as the movie is uh, as, as 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 the ship is be, is filling up with water. Besides, right. beside the main conflict of 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 Kate and Leo trying to get up. I'm sorry, guys.
2: Ben, get out of here.
3: Uh, out of here. Scarlet with laughter. He is. It's good. <laughs> He's really proud of his drawing. I look like a real goofus, a naked goofus. You got to put this online. I think it should go there in a frame.
5: Yeah. Um, Oh, I I also want to talk about the cult of the heart of the ocean, also. Okay. What's By her? the end of it. Okay, okay. Oh, so, save it. Just okay. bookmark that.
3: Um, the, uh, the thing that probably hits me the hardest is the Janet Gold scene, telling the bedtime story to her kids. It's a very small moment, but it's the kind of thing that triggers me, which is just, Oof. like, the deep dig, if you, like, actually commit your mind to it, of, like, oh, she's trying to keep her kids calm and, right. like, put them to sleep one last time Before knowing they they're drown. never going to wake up. Right? Yeah. They're going to drown in their sleep.
5: Yeah, that's horrifying. Yeah, that uh, sucks. That
2: seems great. And Janet Goldstein kills it. Um,
5: also the two old people hugging themselves oh, yeah. as they go down. That's that's a real that's a real just ring it out of you. Isidore and Ida, Ida yes. Strauss. Yeah, of of Macy's. Of Macy's. Um,
3: um I think that really elevates this movie for me and how he handles this last chunk is like aside from like all the like sad shit like that, he also does a lot of like uh having to stay stare like straight into the terror of death shit mm-hmm. where it's like um uh, I mean, a, a, there's a recurring thing he keeps on doing, which I love, which is, like, while you're so invested in just, like, Jack and Rose and are they going to survive? Um, and, you know. What what are you gesturing towards? Uh, on on, on the internet, you Incredible. can see
2: archives of every lifeboat and who was on them. It's oh, boy, crazy. That's nuts.
3: Yeah. Um, um, yeah. No, I was just going to say that, like, you're so invested in Jack and Rose making it. And yes. you're, like, focusing just on their survival. And then he'll keep on cutting to... Rose make direct eye contact with another person right yeah. before they die. Uh, oh, yeah. So you're just like, we know the movie's focusing on these two, but all of these people are dying, yeah. not just like the faint figures in the background. No, he's
2: good at making you feel all the little like yeah. things and weird, yeah. I mean, and then, of course, like Fabrizio yes. gets, uh, eats it when they... uh Fucking, what's it called? Smokestack thingy. Uh, yeah. Uh, lands on him, and um, Tommy gets shot by Murdoch, who's your himself. himself. Yes. Like, There's that
3: moment I love where secondary characters start to die. It's like the Save the Cat moment, which is like, oh, this guy's the hero. They're running through the halls. They see the little boy. He's crying oh, that's to take him great. with them. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then the father comes, and he's like, what the fuck are you doing steal my kid but multiple in
2: interactions, right, with uh, uh, people who don't speak English and who sort of just yell randomly at them at, right. uh, in it's right it's like Italian They were trying to Russian. do the right
3: thing. They don't yeah. have time to explain themselves right. because now the door's breaking, and then he runs in the wrong direction, yeah. and they're like, don't go there, and he just fucking, they get flooded. They just yeah, have to keep out. on yeah. seeing all these horrific things around them. And
5: I think that is another thing that makes... Rose, both grown Rose or old Rose and Rose that we know Mm -hmm. more of a character is that we see things through her. I would say that we are seeing all that through her perspective. I would totally agree. The movie is never
2: really through Jack's perspective. The movie's always on Rose. Yeah. And, and so
5: yeah. she is not just a person who falls in love or feels things. She's a person who sees things yes.
3: and is an observer of
5: the yeah, world. Absolutely. And that, that makes agrees. her so much more of an yeah. interesting person. To and it
3: is that pattern. He doesn't ever do it with Jack. It's close yeah. up of Rose's mm-hmm. face. You see her looking off to something. Cut to someone else's face in close up. Here's a new She's victim we haven't sponge, seen before, yeah. mm-hmm. and then they fall out of frame. They cut to her, yeah, and, and very quickly having to process. And her
2: that. her um, interactions with Andrews, who's great. Oh you, my god! You quoted him yes. at the beginning. You know that line he that says, scene
5: though when the the whole lounge is, is sideways, is sideways. Yeah. Oh, oh it's
2: my so good. god! But also before when he sees her on the staircase and he's like, "The ship's really going down. Put on a life jacket. Like yeah. this is it."
3: You remember yeah. that conversation we had about the lifeboat? Yeah, because yeah. she noticed earlier in the film. Yeah. Not enough. She people. takes count. And he kind of takes a liking to her. I can't believe I haven't talked about Andrews more because he's my oh, character. Oh, he's so good. But, but he kind of takes a liking to her because he notices that she's sort of of a similar mind to him, a detail-oriented sort of humanist mind. Mm-hmm. And you can tell that he's already, like, every time anything suggests, I mean, the way he talks about the weight of, like, they said that the deck would be too cluttered with too many lifeboats. Like, he knew that wasn't a good yeah. idea. When Ismail is uh, Ismail is pushing to make the the boat faster so they can get their headline yeah. and get there earlier, all this shit he's just like, this is bad news, right? I, I mean,
5: mean, like, well, Victor Gargar comes into this movie and you feel like there's already been a movie before this about the like tortured right, ship creation of the, of yes. the Titanic, who's been yeah. ground down by all of these opposing forces and yeah. has to make the ship that he doesn't really believe in but is still going to bring him all this like fame and stuff and now he's on the freaking ship and it's like he, I'm, gr- I'm glad you guys are so excited like, right, and he I, sells I hate that the world scene. now <laughs> Right,
2: where, where she's like not enough light posts he's like yeah, actually, it's... you know, I thought we should have a few more, but they said it would clutter the deck. Yeah. And, like, he just seems pleasant about it, but he's very good at playing that inner, yeah. like, like, kind so of like, So much stuff yeah. has happened yeah. before
3: that. And, yeah. and the other moment is, and, and he then doesn't... when he cracks, of course, it is right. May
2: and says she's made of iron shirt. Sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
3: And he doesn't tip his hat too heavily in terms of, like, foreshadowing with right. those scenes and his line readings, which are just, like, you know filled with so much pathos without ever feeling manipulative yeah Mm -hmm. um but it also is i love this thing that he takes this kind of like shine to her in that moment because it's like you fucking notice so then later he's like i'm gonna give you the hot tip like the ship's going down because she says i can see it i can see it in the people running and i can see it in your eyes tell me what's actually happening and he's like you got an hour tops yeah like you remember a conversation about the lifeboat no i know get a fucking life jacket Get out of here. But
2: then, And then the scene, the shot of him changing the clock, Oh, you know, it's turning great. back I time. Love that. I love that.
3: But it also, it's such an interesting story choice because it's like Rose has more information than any other passenger. Yeah. So everything she's doing, sure. the decision to jump off the boat, all of this, like she knows better than anyone else who isn't working on the ship. Yeah. And even most of the people who no, are on no, the right, ship. No, no, you're right, you're um, right. It becomes a very active set of choices. <sighs> I love this movie priorities yeah. are are established yeah. within her but mind. But yeah, she jumps yeah. you jump by jump
2: jack. She jumps off the lifeboat. A little annoying, Rose. Come
3: on. Yeah, Cal tries to make the fucking deal with all the money and get on the boat and then yeah, he's like He has for an her. arrangement with Murdoch. Right. Though. And then uh you know, he's like, "Well, uh, go, Rose. We have a separate arrangement. Jack and I will get on that." And then there's like, you're a good liar, almost as good as you. That I like that conversation yeah. where it's like, oh, fuck. No, I like thing. that moment, yeah, where he yeah. hates them. Yeah. And yes. they
2: left him the nude painting. Like, they've really rubbed it in his face. Yeah. yeah. And he and Jack still have that sort of cordial moment where they're trying to rescue her.
3: They got one thing in common, which is they both like this lady, you know? So yeah. there's like this one moment of bonding. He, but
2: then, right, then she jumps off and then he flips out and starts shooting at them. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah, right. right. And that's when he put the coat on her. Mm-hmm. Yes, Put, put the coat on the girl. No, no I, put, I, put the, I put the diamond in the jacket. I put, I put the diamond in the coat. I put the coat on her. Lovejoy doesn't care. I lo- that's what I love about Lovejoy. He's laughing. Zane's laughing. <laughs>
3: he's getting zany. Um, um. I also like
2: that love the moment when they don't get on the boat, Murdoch's boat, yeah. the first time, and instead he goes after Rose again, and Lovejoy's like, fuck, we're, we're, this we're is doomed. Because yeah. then when he
3: comes back later, he's like, what about the money? And he's like, your money can't help me. It's, it, yeah. it matters even less. Fuck money. Um, The one moment I I sort of uh, allude to earlier where the special effects don't hold up for me is there's one shot I think it's after the father and the kid get knocked out by the water through the door and Jack and Rose are running away. And it's a slow motion run, yeah. That's a, yeah. And their I mean, the, with faces the strobe lights, are clearly CGI'd on to doubles bodies. So. Oh, oh yeah. really? Yeah, their faces look like weird CGI. They look like jib jab masks. <laughs> <laughs> like it's like the body is animated as one thing, and then there's just like the face that doesn't really move on top of it. Mm. It's an a I think they do the strobe lights to sort of hide it, hmm. but it looks very weird if you watch it in high def. Wow. I don't
2: remember thinking it looked that weird,
3: but anyway. I'll say when I saw it, I mean, I think maybe now I look out for it more because of this, but when I saw it in theaters in 3D, it stood out so much that the entire audience laughed. Sure. So now I think I know. I think they
2: were also laughing because that scene is in slow motion and thus is kind of dorky with the strobe lights going off as well.
3: Well, but the entire audience in unison went, oh, shoddy CGI. I
2: love when they're in the boat, when they're in the bowels of the boat, especially the noises the ship makes, Yes, yeah. the, the, the weird groanings. Yeah. All that yeah. stuff. The and sound
5: work, that, that is a, one of those very, very deserved sound uh, oh, sound Oscars.
2: Absolutely. And I remember they yeah. did that year at the Oscars. And he's Oscars.
3: communicating to you, this thing's going to break. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know,
2: and that's why when it breaks, you get it.
3: Um, that year at the Oscars, Chris Rock presented the sound categories, and he was like, here's why sound's important. This is like what a scene would be like with the wrong sound. And it was when the ship is, like, going straight up and people are falling off. And they, like, played that clip and the sound was someone going like, ah, no, it hurts. Right. Stuff right. like that, which I saw that before I ever saw the movie. So now I keep on imagining those voices. There's that brutal fucking moment. I think that was the moment where he, he overlapped this, where the guy falls off. He's holding on the smokestack. He falls off and hits the fan. Yeah. And really? it's like, <laughs> I mean, imagine. Okay. So you're, like, holding on. Then you hit something. We get it. Broken bones. <laughs> then you're in the water. Freezing cold. Then you're going to drown.
5: Bad. That's
3: like a reverse. A lot of bad. A lot of bad deaths. The yeah. ship breaks. Yeah, ship breaks. <sighs> like and makes uh, a big wave. Yeah, the ass goes up in the air.
5: At this point, the movie just becomes like a ride. It becomes yes, like a very ride. much so. A um, um, ride. Except Jack all the people seems, jumping off
2: it. Right. Yeah, the people jumping off it, which is very, very scary. And then the well, sight of the boat. and it has
5: also aged more. Strangely, I yeah. guess. Yes. yes. Um,
2: um, uh, but that shot of the boat going into the water with all the people in the water already is yeah. really oh, yeah. alarming. But then I do, I mean, Joanna said this when we were watching. She was like, Jack seems to know exactly the best way to survive. Yeah. He's like, we oh, got to yeah. get right to the
3: front. <laughs> like, yeah. Don't worry, I've been on a bunch of Titanic <laughs> yeah, before. I know. I know how this works. <laughs> and they somehow make it right to the top. And but then
5: that's that sound is the scariest to me when they make it to the top. All the music is cut out. The ship is gone. Right, the, and all you hear is people screaming. Yeah. Yeah. Which and is horrifying. It is,
2: it is. You're right. And I mean, this is, I think, why is especially seeing in a theater when I was a teenager and not even 11 years old. It was so overwhelming and fantastic. And I loved it.
3: Yeah, and uh, we get like there are two amazing lifeboat moments. There's the Francis Fisher shot where you see so many amazing lifeboat moments. There's a speechless moment where you see her looking and watching all the people jumping out of the boat and dying, and she gets it for the first time. She gets humanity for the first time. Yeah, Yeah, that's
2: true. And she she sells it. She sells. it. And then Molly freaks out at them later for not. Oh, you're men out there. Yeah, yeah. Which is
3: a great line. Yeah, as
2: as corny as it sounds. And we've
3: already like up until that point, like I mean, you know, there's this running thing with Cameron that he hates like corporations. You know, he hates he companies does. and all yeah. of this. And these, like, large... Cyber-9! These institutions that dehumanize people and view them as a mass and don't think about the individual uh-huh. and all of that, right? Yeah. And you have the bit of that where it's, like, they're just not fucking, like, prepped for this and they don't know what they're doing. And, like, getting the... When, when, uh, uh, fucking, um... Uh, Victor Garber grabs the guy and is like, why are you sending those lifeboats yeah. out there? They're like half full. I thought they, they might buckle. Yeah, and there's the, not even there an explanation. There was a concern about the weight. And he's like, lower class is dying out there. Like, he you're doesn't... not even fucking, he locked the gates on them. Mark Maron's called. <laughs> he, he doesn't say anything. He wants to sue things. us. Mark Maron is sending a telegram to them, yeah. but they don't get it. Yeah. Ding, 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 <laughs> ding. <laughs> <laughs> Ten comedy points I can't.
5: I still can't even hear them say Lock the
1: lock gates!
5: Oh my God! So uh, uh, I mean, so that but but uh, but Molly does stage like the the uh, kind of mutiny on the yeah. lifeboat, and she gets all the ladies to go back and. If sleep. you don't shut that hole in your face, yeah,
2: that's what the guy says to her.
3: No one stands with her. Everyone just wants to survive. Because don't you have husbands? Your men are on that ship. They're in that water right now. Everyone just stays quiet.
5: Yeah, I mean, she's not been popular to that point. New money. New, money. new money. They didn't
2: like that story about putting the money in the stove and then him lighting a fire. Right. I found it charming.
0: <laughs>
5: um, so uh, yeah. then then Jack but, and Rose are just hanging out and prop- he puts her on the door, which is very controversial.
2: Yeah, I was going to say, is this maybe the most mocked part of <gasps> Titanic? I, the say the most and I'll never sort of let it go after
3: dissected, the Dissected, argued. I'm not mocked as much as just like, it's pulled apart. This.
5: Well, also... He's very bad in this scene, I would say. Uh, Yeah, he is.
2: He's very bad in it. I agree with that. I think Uh, the movie had probably completely ground them down at
3: this point as well. Yeah, I mean, mean, when you said that thing about, like... um, how dampness dampness yes but no but also <laughs> just how when you watch this movie you keep on thinking about how cold the water is mm-hmm. which i think this movie does a really good job but i also just think about like even for the actors mm-hmm. like it's cold in both circumstances yeah. like you're like this looks shitty for the characters and this couldn't have been easy to film yeah so you feel the real stakes of it even you, if we yeah. know like i think it was like lukewarm water the whole time like but, but still you're in day. water all yeah. day
5: your feet feel disgusting right. like ugh. yeah
2: no yeah being in the water all yeah it's yeah Terrible. Yeah, I had uh, to do
3: like an acting scene in a shower recently, and it was impossible. Like, I just like couldn't do it. Sure, I'm also a bad actor, <laughs> but
5: <laughs> well, there is something about that hit my job. <laughs> there is something about Leo in the scene where it's just like I don't buy the shivering. I no, I, it's I, too much,
2: and also the frost and it. the yeah. the coloring and the the ch- like. Yeah, he's it's everything and he's is over. her really
5: corny lines too. Yeah, well, that's because like,
2: he's like. I know, literally, my life is leaving me. He's like, Rose, make sure you have a really great life.
3: <laughs> yeah, it also is like, like Winslet's really hitting her stride in this section of the movie. Like, this is the part of the movie where she's just fucking killing it. Yeah, it's great. You know, where she becomes like, sort of more of a strong silent type, and she's just like, you see her immediately being affected by everything she's just yeah. had to see. Survival's kicking in, you know. She wants to be with this yeah, guy. Yeah, like, well, she right. Find- Jack's becoming a non-character in a yeah, weird right. sort of a way. Yeah. Right. He's
5: just like extra baggage she has to go down and save and stuff. Right, like, yeah. and you know, probably the reason for her near death. Uh, but well, she's sort well, of sure. having her like
3: baby, like Sir. But Connor of course, then he, he frees her. You know, we got he her remember. He does free her. That's
2: the point. Like she doesn't get on the boat with her mom. Yeah. So she gets to be her own person after the. But I like all. I mean. I, I like I like Griffith navigating through the the sea a of, job in this. of frozen corpses. Yeah. I think he does That's a good really job. Scary yeah. too. It's really scary and it's weirdly like immediate. You know, yeah. like this is only like an hour or two later, yeah. and they're all yeah. icicles basically. Yeah, uh, We should have mentioned in the title the best part of the whole sinking scene is is the dome breaking. Oh, the yeah. water coming through the dome. Oh, yeah. That is the one moment that still feels so overwhelming. You cannot believe they did that. Yeah. Because it's real. Like, yeah. And the, you can see, I've watched it so many times the making of sections where, like, you can see the footage of just them. They're all, like, hanging out in the water. And then Cameron goes like action, and like a million gallons of water come oh through the God. dome. It's crazy. Yeah, it'd
3: be so horrible, and it also just it like, really looks. It looks the- like. I mean, it and, looks yeah. like barely contained. We should talk about the PCP before I forget. Yeah, that's also not a quick reset. There's one other yeah. moment <laughs> that I want to uh, quickly isolate because I think it's a beautiful Cameron moment where it's contained in one shot, and it's like a masterful piece of storytelling. Is when uh, Ismail gets on the lifeboat, when he jumps on. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. And then they, they, they pull focus yes. from Murdoch yes. to it's him. It's a rack focus, there are no oh. cuts. And it's he jumps in the lifeboat. Yeah. I think you start on the the crewman, right? You, you start on Murdoch. Right, Murdoch. Then Ismail walks past him, sneaks by in his blind spot, gets on yeah. the boat. He's waiting there, like looking to be caught. Oh, it's so Then cool. you, yeah. rack focus, you see Ismail clock right. him. No, Murdoch Murdoch clock Murdoch him, clock yeah, him yeah. and then go, like, okay, lower the boat. Yeah. And oh. Ismael of takes this, like, sigh yeah. as, the, as the lifeboat goes down and it's lower and he's out of view. He closes his eyes and has a sigh of relief and then he opens his eyes and there's kind of a look of terror of, yeah. like, now I have to live with myself. Yeah. Right. Which yeah. is
2: famously Ismay was dragged in the press for being a coward because he didn't go down yeah. with the ship and he would, like, testify before Congress. It was, like, a whole big thing.
3: But that's, like, a moment where it's, like, this is why Cameron's good at his job. Yeah. Oh. Like that this is why nice he's scene. the anti Griffin because he knows how to do something like that. A- Emily, anything you want to mention in the in the, in any the other, sinking? Any other
2: moments we're? Forget- I'm sure we're forgetting so many good little moments because there are so I mean, many. And we only there have is the there is, is with, yeah, with with the the captain
5: the captain and the and the oh captain yeah with the the suicide by Bernard broken Hill. glass yeah by, yeah, by, yeah that's uh, that's a that's a very unforgettable scene as well. I mean he's the way Okay. So, I would say this yeah. this this movie maybe uh maybe romanticizes suicide a little more than it should given sure. I mean, I like, mean, but
2: then at the same time, the people jumping off is terrifying.
5: That's terrifying. But, but I,
2: Murdoch and Murdoch and, and Ismail
5: too. It's just like it's like okay, uh, what are your options yeah, okay, here? Okay, good job. I, like, yeah. Good, yeah, I
2: guess. But I mean, it, it
5: is appropriate
2: to the era where that was there. You know, this was a, a courage and the to to obsessed era. Right. It's right before World War II, mm-hmm. where that played into it so much. So yeah, like I think the idea. The weird noble idea of suicide in this sort of extreme circumstance. I would, I would
5: still, in that situation, rather than kill myself to make a point, I would like do my best to get everybody else on a lifeboat.
2: Probably, Look, if you want to shade Captain Smith, I am just saying. hundred plus he years later,
5: made a few mistakes. I mean, he, yeah, he, uh, his
2: his record is maybe not spotless. <laughs>
5: Uh, I can a one trip. big. Yeah.
2: <laughs> the Titanic um, goes down.
5: I will say I um, will I'll make one parallel. I mean, I'm really on this podcast just to talk about Titanic Adventure Out of Time. So in in Titanic Adventure Out of Time, there is a medium character uh, who is uh, a, a expert in the paranormal, sure. and he's been kind of helping you with this case and everything. Um, and so once you get to the sea, oh, also when the ship starts thinking the layout of the ship changes. When you go up and down decks, it looks like you're going uphill and downhill on it. Oh,
1: that's cool. Um, ah
3: shit. That's and, cool. At
5: one point God <laughs> oh, damn it, that's cool. Uh oh
3: fuck. That's cool.
5: And at one point you run into the meat and this is like in like zero or like you you it's it's about to it's about to split in half or whatever. You know, it's like very, very close to the wire. And you run into the the medium character and you can't, it's like an, it's an interaction you can't click away from. Like you have no choice. Oh. And he's like, I know where you're from. I know that you're not from this time. Wow. And stuff." And it's so scary. It's like very, very chilly. Also video games just terrify me no matter what. Video games are the a Video best. Game doesn't They're so need scary. to be scary. It will terrify me. But I remember that a lot from the sinking sequence.
3: Uh, I want of to offer game. a quick corrective. Uh, video games are not the best. Movies are the best. Movies All are Movies are one. good too. Movies are oh,
5: one. I don't think that video games are the best. She just said the scariest. Da-
3: David said the incorrect thing. Yeah. You uh, you said nothing offensive. David said video games are the best, which I say I a lot of with the best.
5: That. I don't think the video games are the best.
3: I've even said Griffin's the best. Well, that's not true. We know that's not true. That's objectively untrue. J- so Jack dies of hypothermia. Yeah, he's real blue after
2: telling Rose that she has to live and have a nice life.
3: It's kind of foreshadowing for Avatar because this is a movie about people getting real blue.
2: True all sure. those people. I can't deny it. Getting blown. Uh and then there's the whole sequence where Rose gets the whistle and then she's rescued. I mean, yeah, it's cool. it's intense even though you know she's going to make it cuz she's old and talk.
5: Also, when they are oh, say okay, so they get on the Carpathia. That's, that's right. the ship the that, ship they're that them. rescues mm-hmm. them. And there is that amazing shot where where Cal walks by. Yeah. And oh, and she's Perfectly in the shawl. Yeah.
3: timed, yeah. And then And uh, isn't her
5: mom there too? No, and we don't see her. Yeah.
2: I mean she did survive. Right. We at don't, least yeah. it's implied. But, but we, don't, he we walks only see by. Cal. He like stalks through and the guy's just like, Oh, it wouldn't be your lot over here, you know. Yeah. But he like stalks through the the third class deck or whatever.
3: When I'm feeling very pretentious, I say that film at the end of the day is the study of characters in space and time. Right? As and opposed
5: that, to what?
3: I, I don't know. Farts and giggles. <laughs> But but that moment's like a perfect example of that where like that's human drama through the right. relation of two yeah. people in timing with each other and that's if good. her head moves a second earlier a second later and
2: you cut and you cut to Gloria Stewart saying well he put a pistol in his mouth which yeah. is pretty brutal
3: which yeah. I love and then yeah and during and, the Wall Street crash and then you see like Paxton and crew listening to the story and they're like well that fucking sucks like uh, we forgot that the story was going to have a bad ending yeah yeah we were all caught up in the drawing thing it seemed really hot yeah. and fun <laughs> Then everybody dies. Oh so. right! Oh Titanic. And right. she does that like you know like yeah. you know a lot of people went in the water and one but one
2: like wow. she does the whole yeah. Yeah. yeah
3: Cal what what he like married someone else and got his fortune and then the stock market crashed and then he put a pistol in his mouth and she's like mm-hmm. 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 so to speak um, yeah and
5: that's the end of. Uh, well, the, then
2: the flashback-y stuff. Pretty much. Okay. And then, yeah, there's a cut scene that they thankfully
3: cut where... Well, first we have Bill Paxton on the deck with the cigar, and he was like, I was gonna smoke this oh, when we yeah. found the heart of the diamond. Mm. He throws eyes out. He's talking to Susie Amos, and he's gonna, like, you know... are gonna hook up. Three years, I haven't thought about anything other than Titanic, but I never really got it until now. Right. Yeah, And then she's like, I want to marry you, James Cameron. <laughs> <laughs>
5: you are so charming, and you're and focus, yes. James Cameron. Yeah, yeah. You always so Very attractive. So
3: obsessed with your explorations, you forgot that humans existed. Yep. I can perhaps beat that tie back to the real world, James Cameron.
2: <laughs> then we cut to her throwing the ocean diamond in the ocean.
3: She's, no! She slowly walks up to the bow of the
2: ship. I know that Emily was correcting me, but I'd like to think that you're just angry that she threw the
5: diamond. No! <laughs> is that really the last of it, or is it the scene where she's asleep? Is that the end? That's the, the, scene, end. That's is, the, end. the
3: scene where she's asleep is the end. Okay. okay yeah, yeah, yeah okay, But okay, before okay. then, she throws yeah, the yeah, diamond yeah, yeah. in the ocean okay. with a little like, ooh. But she walks up and you think she's She's just going to do. Yeah, she's barefoot. She's in like a nighty, Right. And her hands are clasped and you think it's just because she's an old lady. And then she gets up and you're like, oh, it's replicating the moment. But then, ooh, look there, heart of the diamond cut back. Oh, when she was on the ship, she found in the pocket of the coat. Yeah, that's right. And
2: of course, she didn't cash it in and didn't want to live on Cal's money or whatever. But like, I I mean, the idea, right, is that she's now back at the place. Yeah. I mean, as we know, a woman's heart is a deep ocean of secrets, as that's she right. says. We all know that. And uh, it's reductive to say it again, <laughs> but like, right? She's like commemorating. Like Jack is below her. Yeah. That's that's the idea, right? Right. She's returned to his grave, and like yeah. this is right on the Titanic. Yeah.
3: My, here's my other
2: read on it. Okay? It's corny, but you know. Here's my other read they, on it. They cut the whole scene where Bill Paxton tries to stop her, and because she's like, "No, no, Bill Paxton." Haven't you learned? Do you not know about this? It's one of the worst deleted scenes of all time. That's horrible. They cut this whole thing where, like, he's like, but I want the diamond. She's like, no, the diamonds, you don't really. Like, it's the story of Titanic. And he's like, you're right. And then she throws it in the water. Oh my God. And James Cameron watched it and correctly was like, I don't think people care about Bill Baxter.
3: Yeah, no, 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 no. Well, and here's the thing I like is by omitting that part of the scene, because it's literally just like the scene cuts out early. But, but even earlier than that, because it, it's supposed to be that he tries to stop her. Yeah. yeah. So it's like in between two cuts of the sequence as we have it right now is this whole other section that's not oh. in there. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's supposed to be that he, from the talk to Susie Amos, catches her once she's on the balcony. Yeah. And they're like, what? What What are you doing? Um, I like that the way it's cut now, there's sort of a read that one of the reasons she's throwing it back into the ocean is that, like, let him find it if he wants. Oh, sure. I didn't even think of that. Sure. Because right. it be like a bummer just to hand it to him and be like, I had it the whole time. Huh. You know? All like, right. I, I all think right. it's like, I like this guy. I tested him. My, my granddaughter right. seems to be kicking it all. All right. Okay. It off all like right. I, I like get
2: that. it. Let's, we got we to wrap up.
3: So. Okay. I just realized bed. it's 7 p.m. Jesus it's, Christ. It's, it's it's We've been going on for a long time. Okay. We goes, goes to stop. bed, <laughs> pan across the pictures. Ooh, look we at this! We see
5: that she lived this rich life. She got to ride a horse with with her leg on either side. Yeah, man, uh, call yeah. back. Uh, call back, call back, call back. But then,
2: I mean, the the dream but she has. Uh,
5: it's yeah. She goes uh, yeah. back to Thailand. All the,
2: the nice Taipei. characters are there. None of the mean characters. Mm-hmm. Like Andrews is there, but yeah. not like mean old Cal and her mom Love, or whatever. Yeah. Jackson his his street clothes, he not in the so white handle. coat and tails, and he's at the it clock. Gives her a little smile, and then she then you pan up to the sky. She's dead, right? That's the right. idea. Every you know, this night, Titanic. is. You cut right to the song.
3: The ships called, yeah. Titanic. Which Avatar pulls the
2: same trick, and it is a bummer.
3: Oh, it does one thing before it cuts to the song. What written and directed, directed by it. James yeah. Cameron. Yeah. You know? He he lets that really land with a thud. Because it's like, that's the mic drop moment. If you've made a great movie.
0: James Cameron. <laughs> James Cameron.
3: <laughs> uh, film won 11 Oscars, we should say. Yes,
2: a lot. Uh, the most ever. Tied yeah. with All About Eve and... Ben-Hur? No, no, sorry. Tied with Ben-Hur and Lord of the Rings. All About Eve has the most nominations.
3: Yeah. Because right. it got like four out of five supporting. Sure. Yeah. yeah.
2: But uh, yeah, any last thoughts on... I mean, we've said that. That movie is a happy has a happy ending somehow. Okay. And, and that
3: one, it, everything okay. that makes the difference. Okay. I
5: want to talk really briefly about the heart of the ocean. Oh, yeah, go
2: ahead. Right. I Googled that. So, I
5: I so the weird thing about a lot of things in this movie, actually, is that the movie is about how, for example, the heart of the ocean is like a dog collar. And sure, right. It it, like, like shackles a, her uh, yeah, to it's him. A, yeah. But, uh but everybody wanted a little replica heart yes. of the ocean necklace in, in fact, 1997.
2: Katie I should say told me that at her sister's bachelorette party everyone wore hearts of the ocean oh, oh. my god yep
5: I mean you could uh, I remember in 17 magazine you could cut out a little order form and send in for your like thirty dollars like heart your of cubic zirconia yeah, or yeah. whatever yeah um i th- I think that's very uh. I think that's very interesting. I think they did make a actual replica of it with a diamond that big, oh. that was auctioned at a Princess Di Memorial. I mean, that's, that's just uh, a crash of like late nineties thing. Nineteen ninety-eight. <laughs> yeah. uh, so that is uh, somebody decided to spend two point two million dollars on that thing. So, yeah. um, you know literally. what the
3: catch was, though. You had to pick it up from the bottom of the ocean.
2: <laughs> yeah, right. You had to go down you there. You had to
5: go down the bottom of the ocean. And, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and well, I, I just think, it, oh, and also Celine Dion wore I I looked this up all up before I got on this podcast, but Celine Dion wore it uh, when she sang My Heart Will Go On at the, the Academy at the Awards. Oscars? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, when she was
2: famously sick or something, right? Well, it's like she... Michael Jordan's flu game.
5: The other thing about that song is the recorded version of it, her second take.
0: Oh, oh
2: boy. That's
5: yep. pretty
3: impressive. That's how she makes the bucks. Yep. Can we play the box office game yeah, briefly? And then we gotta get out of here. December
2: twenty first, nineteen ninety seven. Okay, it's Titanic number one, twenty-eight million dollars.
3: Uh at of, the time thought as a disastrous opening. Very they bad. Said, There's opening. no way it's gonna make back its budget with of that. Of
2: course, it's total domestic gross for getting the three D re release is six hundred million dollars right its on world, the nugget. Worldwide yeah. gross is two point one billion dollars after insane. you include the three D re release. Yeah,
3: it's still one of only two movies in history to get two billion. Uh, uh, yeah, and yeah, if yeah. you
2: look at the real weekends, it's 28, 35, 33, 28, 30, 36, 25, 25, 30, 23, 28, 32. It's like just making that for four months. Its biggest weekend was its
3: fifth weekend?
2: Yeah, that sounds right.
3: Yeah, that's crazy. Okay. You know,
2: and so that's it, that's how it was just a phenomenon. People just kept going back to see it. Okay, so 1997, Number December. two is a new release in a huge franchise. Whew. It's a disap- it's seen as a disappointing entry in this franchise, although I've always had a soft spot for it, but it's kind of bad. Uh,
3: Is it uh, Tomorrow Never Dies? Yes. Wow.
2: Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty good. Thank wow. you.
3: 25 mil. Okay. I remember seeing it. I never liked it very much. It made 125 total. That's Michelle Yeoh and Jonathan Price. Jerry Hatcher, yeah. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of Number that.
2: Number three is a sequel to a smash hit 1996 film. That's a quick turnaround.
3: yeah. Is it a comedy? Nope. What's the other kind of thing that gets quick turnaround? Horror? Yep. I still know what you did last summer. No. Nope. Scream 2? Yeah. There we go. Oh,
5: 50, Number four.
3: 55 mil after two weeks. Number four number
5: is a film Number four. we were
2: talking about on Twitter <laughs> recently. Oh, really? You and um, I? What's your take on this movie, Emily, without giving away the name? Because you seem very excited.
5: Um, I remember being really surprised by this movie at the time.
2: Ah, uh, this movie freaked me out when I was yeah. a kid. Yeah, really it is, freaked me out. It
5: was not what you thought it was going to be.
2: No, and uh, it is the start of a big a director's big career. career. A very, although big I would not call him a great director.
5: Although
3: he's an interesting,
2: but a
5: big director. Yeah, interesting character. A, a, in a large grossing
3: director for sure. Was it was it his number one first movie or was it his breakout movie? It's his breakout movie. Okay.
2: It opens to six million dollars, makes sixty one million domestic, one twenty two worldwide. Uh boy, how else? It's a kids movie, but it's too fucked up for kids. Yeah. It's really weird. You like this movie, I think. I'm sure
3: I do. I mean, if you say it's a kids movie and it's too There weird. was never
5: a sequel.
2: Never a sequel. It has an animal in it.
5: It has an animal. I feel
2: like I want to rush you just because we got to get out of here.
3: Yeah. It's a fucked the up The name movie. of the
5: animal, like the not the name, the proper name of the animal, but yeah. the kind of animal is in the title.
2: Mhm. Jesus Christ. And the animal is being persecuted. One could say.
3: <laughs> what is it?
2: Mouse hunt.
0: Oh!
3: <laughs> I mean, I love this movie. I was tweeting about this the other night. <laughs> you were. You were tweeting about it
2: the other night. What was your tweet again? I can't even remember. Uh, it,
3: oh God, I can't even
2: remember. Yeah, was I something remember. about. Remember that movie out. where Nathan Hayne, Lane hunts a mouse? And or I, I said, yes, it's called Hunts a Mouse. <laughs> that was my joke. Uh, number five, Mouse Hunt rules. Oh. Yeah, but and remember that scene where
3: he throws up the bug? Yeah, that was the scene that I couldn't take.
5: It's really, really gross. That's something I 10. like. Is
3: is Mouse Hunt is too disturbing to be a children's yeah. and movie? The,
2: and then there's the whole thing with Mark Williams plays the nice exterminator man with a big machine, and then they smash his machine. And I didn't like that. He was like too vulnerable for me to see that. Uh,
3: that was his number it was one like first movie. Like one
5: of movie. these like um, like Babe Pig in the City right. era things, so where yeah. it's like these yeah. weird miscalculations about what should be in a kids movie. Right. But very this true, kind of up. Those growing. then like of course worked yeah, yeah. many a kid. Yeah. Like, yeah.
3: Those were always the movies that spoke to me most as a troll. Or like Return yeah. to Oz or something. Yeah, I, loved yeah. Oz. Yeah. I loved Return to Oz. I love The Wiz. Like kids movies that were like weirdly upsetting yeah. I was always really into and visually like yeah. kind of just on a bizarre nightmare escape plane. Well
5: here's another one. <laughs> uh, yeah I I saw
2: this in theaters. It contains a scene where he you catches use something with a, a baseball lot. glove. You guys
5: use this word a we, lot on your podcast. We used
2: to use this America. word all the time on the Star Trek uh, Star Wars days. We
5: used to use this word
2: Word a lot. Watto? No. There was <laughs> never a movie called Watto.
5: Was, oh, wait, right, It's it called Watto, out, though. It came out before episode one. Right, right It prepared everybody right, to fall in right, love with it irascible um, junk dealer. That
2: old cook. <laughs> I be- Is it a
3: remake? <laughs> yeah, it is a it's remake. It's a remake.
2: It's a mad scientist movie. It made $92 million. Oh, Flubber. Flubber.
3: It's a Disney, remake of *The Absent-Minded Professor*. Disney's flubber. Yeah, right. We use that word a lot. I forgot about that. Some
2: other movies in the top ten: *Home Alone* three. Ooh. Oh boy. Uh, for Directed rich, by Raja Gosnell. Yeah, for richer or poorer. Uh, yeah. The Tim Allen, Kirstie Remake of Amish Witness. movie. Yeah. yeah. Amish Todd. Oh. Not Amistad, but amish No, no. Yeah. yeah Amistad. Right. Uh, we'll be talking more about that soon. We will. Anastasia, the Rainmaker, yeah. Alien Resurrection. You mean Amistasia, but yeah, go on. Amish, Amish, Amish Resurre- Resurrection. Yeah.
3: Which is a weird one. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Crazy. Well, that's been our episode. We've <laughs> talked too much about everything.
2: So, in total, I think we, three and a half hours. Jesus I think Christ. we beat the running time. Remember that note we got about Shorter?
3: Yeah, we got that literally two well. days ago.
5: In real, it's two podcasts of about an hour 45 each.
3: Yeah, well, an hour
2: 30 and an hour 45-ish, I um, think.
5: Are you going to release these on the same day? No. 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 Okay. We'll no. We got to space I want to say that I think this movie is better than Terminator 2. Wow.
2: I agree. Uh, um, when I watched it, I was like, oh, this is my favorite movie. In fact, movie. I, I totally been, forgot about it. I've
5: been that. watching most of them to prepare myself for this podcast, oh. most of the Cameron movies. Um, I don't like... Terminator 2. Oh, I like Terminator
2: I, I want to put I'm that out I'm there. I'm not going there yeah. there with you, but I am
5: not that into it.
2: Any reason? God, you're trying to start a fight at two hours in. I, I think it's
5: kind of boring. I think wow. I think wow. the a lot of the stuff that works for me in Terminator, the first Terminator, mm-hmm. it's just take it up to such a level where all of it is based on stuff that happens off screen that it's really hard for me to hang out with the stakes.
2: Interesting. Interesting.
5: You know? Anyway.
2: Do you like aliens?
5: Not as much as alien.
2: Well, I'm with you on that, wow. but do you like aliens?
5: It's okay. It's
3: fine. Wow. Okay. Well, we'll do you like
5: Avatar? I've never seen Avatar. Whoa!
3: You're gonna watch it?
5: Sure, I'll watch (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
3: Avatar.
5: Anyway, about True Lies. I have never seen True Lies. Man, that one's a weird one. Um, I yeah, I just wanted to get my um, unpopular opinions out there before I uh, vanish into the night. Uh, Loser Yoshida, (laughs) let loose onto the streets of Manhattan. uh, Well, you'll be back,
2: Yoshida. I'm sure you will be back with us not too long.
3: Uh, Bruiser or she is never down for the count. She's exactly. always ready for another fight. Yep. Uh, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you guys for having uh, me. Thank you to Katie. Yep. Thank uh, you, thank Katie. You thank you Charlie. Thank you, Charlie. Thank
2: you to producer Ben. Thank God Katie left, actually, because yeah. we would have fucking kept her trapped oh. in here till seven. That yeah. baby would have eaten us all alive. Oh, yeah. my God. So the cutest baby in the world. but Great
3: know. baby. Let's, yeah. let's get that off the best baby I've ever seen. Great baby. Um... Uh, thanks so to yeah, Ben, for thanks your to Ben art. for the drawing, we'll post that online. Everyone get excited. Uh, people follow Emily on Twitter. Yep, At Emily P- recently changed Twitter. her
2: avatar, it really freaked me out, but yeah, I guess boy. it was you know for a long time. Yeah, it, a it, was, it was, I a long had that time
5: avatar, which was Boo from, from Mario Brothers, Big I'd boo. had that from Halloween of 2012 or 20, okay. 2013. All right, forgiven yeah. so. It was just, I, I changed it for Halloween, and it stuck.
3: Yeah, no, I remember. Just a good, good avatar. Anyway. Um, yeah, uh, so check all that out, rate, review, subscribe to our podcast. Next week, we'll be back with a double feature of the two Cameron documentaries, and what's going to definitely be a real short episode. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Should we even do it? I think we gotta. Okay. I think we gotta. Okay. Yeah. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. Sure. Uh, keep it up. Good job, blankies. Uh, uh, please say nice things about your mommy, Emily Yoshida. On the Reddit. Uh, Mother Blankies. Okay. Uh, And, as always, my mommy likes to draw. She draws with a pencil. She puts all the drawings on paper.
4: This has been a UCB Comedy production. Check out our other shows on the UCB Comedy Podcast Network. I don't